in this world? Is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that Ryan, Steve, and Joey have no control, even over their own show. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast. Today on No Guts, No Glory, Volume 7, Chapters 56 through 59, Arms Tournament, The Fugitives, starring multiple Harrison Fords, The Fighter, and Comrades in Arms. Starring Russians. Hail Stalin, I was going to (laughs) say. We are on the same page here. We are a pro-Stalin show here. We're coming out tonight and saying we're admitting it. We're going to sell so much, it's going to be 45 before we get into (laughs) the content. It's going to take way long time. I mean, Stalin had the ultimate stalling which was if, if you guys remember from your history classes uh people had to be when he would do a certain speech in the big red square mm-hmm. the, the basically the people were told that the first person to stop or yeah the the first person to stop clapping like would be shot and oh. so like everyone just kept clapping forever you had to wait for him to tell you like you know sit down or whatever and there was some rumor that, he, that people had to clap for like a half hour fucking straight or something like that so <laughs> And then I went up behind <laughs> the stupid uh, Russian guy we saw in Prague. Oh, the, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say the UCB killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, UCB East. Yeah. Wait, you start improv school. Uh, but uh, no, it was the KGB. KGB Museum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was very pro KGB. They were yes. Nazi hunters, and that was it. They never did anything else. Nothing which else. Arguably, you know, the US and CIA, you know. We're probably on a similar page as the KGB, to be honest. But and I, I can never think of KGB now without the episode of The Office where Dwight goes, "Who is KGB?" Like I can't <laughs> think of it now. Which oddly enough, he kind of Rain Wilson kind of looks like a bigger version of the guy that was the the, the curator the of the museum, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, this dude was so into, and it was cool because there's all the artifacts and stuff, and like little, you know, like little pills that you bit for cyanide or like secret yeah, guns, like ultimate spy shit all the gadgets and everything and but when he would when he would imitate a mission like an assassination yeah he'd he'd reenact it his his understanding of like even fight choreography was hilarious because he would like go like he'd he'd take something he was going to stab somebody with or or shoot and he'd go like he'd like go on on a lunge and really slow just yeah (laughs) <sighs> everything was just long and drawn out and then yeah i forgot about the like the death knell whatever yes, he would like Whoa. scream like <laughs> like it was like very <laughs> disturbing but yeah you could tell that the whole place was like his baby harris got caught filming when it yes. said absolutely no cameras and she was she made him break character while he was reenacting something oh, no. right. and and he was just like gets all serious like it's like and she saw the video it's like me i'm not filming please like yeah, very please. quiet <laughs> she goes okay like she kind of imitated <laughs> his voice without which <laughs> she started doing the no guts no glory yeah, voice. yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes. which again that it was just like a single business unit like office i thought it was going to be like a big thing and it was just this giant office room with a yeah it could have been a bookstore porn shop and it was next to the fake quickie mart like literally bootleg yes. simpsons quickie mart and yes. it was a big deal because they first could now sell weed. So it was just all this like shitty weed yes. everywhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, quite quite the adventure. 
Yes, Prague was an interesting place for sure. Pragu. Can we get uh, some Praguers in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just covered on uh, Probing Gaia, uh, our other podcast. You can get that podcast over at uh, the Probing Ancient Aliens podcast feed on your favorite podcast service choice, just like No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast. We just covered um, Terrence McKenna, psychedelic, you know, kind of philosopher, scientist extraordinaire, having a, a conversation in a series he did in the early 90s called Prognosis, where he uh, invited five guests to Prague, all kind of big thinkers in their own world of of thought mm-hmm. and we enter or we uh we covered the episode which was super interesting with him and uh the guru ram das who if you don't know who that is became a guru after doing lots of psychedelics because he was a psychedelic scientist with timothy leary who is like the father of the, the scientific study mm-hmm. back in the late 50s and early 60s what lcd yeah, LSD. A lot of LCD sound system in there, and yeah, yeah a lot of weird displays. You know, right. it was brighter. It was nice and still flat, but uh, uh, but yeah, that was a fun episode. Check that out if you like this kind of content, but don't only like manga and anime and swords. Like we only don't. Uh, we have a little <laughs> housekeeping here. Uh, first, I want to thank Ryan here to my right. Yeah, uh, maybe to your left on chat if you live in a. I don't know how directions work or dimensions work. Ryan played the violin three times at the same time. He has nine arms. I guess you'd only need six for three violins, but uh, he played all three layers of that. Steve produced all three layers of that uh, for our beautiful intro, inspired by Susumu Hirasawa, longtime berserk uh, uh, composer in any of the video games or anime adaptations, uh, including the bad 2016, 2017 one. Yes. But he's still stuck it out for old Miyurasama. Uh inspired by Sign Two, one of the the triumvirate of Sign songs, Sign One, Sign Two, and Sign Three, which are similar but a little different as different versions of songs tend to go. Uh, <laughs> let you go without saying. Uh, we have a few people like uh, P. Matthews and Grim Jazz uh, uh, in the chat here at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Again, that's our other podcast feed. And we decided not to make two Twitch channels for two separate shows. But uh, every two weeks we do this show, No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast. And every other week we do Probing Gaia or Probing Ancient Aliens or uh hungry foreskin walker ranch which we i should look on hulu and see if that's uh, dropped or if that's if we don't have to pay for that you know full price now we can cover that too but uh quick side note uh steve and i were talking about this the other day but thinking about it we might want to dip back in have a little crossover if you were open to it ryan hmm. if you have you ever seen the show ancient aliens on history channel uh maybe a couple clips but perfect never, that's never perfect much anything. we would love if you we don't have to answer now uh, but it'd be rude if you didn't. Uh, <laughs> if you ever wanted to, I will never answer because we want to kind of like you know we'll dip back in and check in with that show over time, even though we covered over eighteen seasons of it. But uh, and they uh, rehash themselves nonstop. Yes, but it would be all new to you. Maybe the maybe you know some of the right. concepts, but that would be a cool crossover if you ever want to do that. Hmm. Um, little little cross promotion there. But, uh, yeah, but um, uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, where we do poop. We do poop podcast <laughs> every pingle month, two podcasts every single month, bonus podcasts. One of them is Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast. We're covering every episode of the Hunky Zach Bagans and his Ghost Adventures crew. We're currently on season, the end of season six, and it'll be starting season seven next month 
currently on season 27 <laughs> of the actual show. So we got a long ways to go there, but uh, we have Adventures Ghost and then we have a Probing <laughs> Deeper where we probe a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subjects. Uh, the most recent episode of Probing Deeper was a live watch of uh, Ernest Goes to Africa. I think we shared that on the last episode mm-hmm. of No Guts, No Glory. Steve hot on his mute button. I thought somehow you had figured out how to cough without making noise. And I was like, oh yeah, he can mute himself. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. choking on Pellegrino there. Yeah. A little, little bubble pillow. Unerker. <laughs> Unerker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we, we have, uh, uh, I don't really call our review segment anything on this show. I felt like I did the first couple episodes and I lost it, but I should come up with a catchy name for our review segment. But uh uh, we do ask you to leave us nice reviews and five-star ratings on your podcast service of choice, but especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us those five-star ratings. Help us get found out by other little strugglers out there, little struggle knots uh, out there. <laughs> when you're out in space swinging your sword at uh, a Griffith that don't exist, you can listen to this podcast and we can be your friend as you freeze to death and your eyes See. crack and your blood comes out in crystals, beautiful crystals like rubies in the night sky that maybe a child will see and wish upon them. And then your life. And I will, will drink it like an icy from the freshest machines with the polar bears. <laughs> I'm so excited for this movie in my blood. Icy. Uh, <laughs> I knew I, I kind of didn't like ICs. Like I wanted to like them and I would order them, but That's a great sometimes they're too much. <laughs> like, I mean, again, like going again, we've talked about this so many times. No, but like, <laughs> The the hunger we had for sugary things as a kid, there are times where I think our addiction to the sugar definitely overshadowed our actual desire and need for for the amount that we ate, you know. Right. right. And so, uh, and then our memories, well, the marketing, too. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. oh, cool cup. Like, yes, it's the fun thing to get. Everybody loves it. Yes, and like it's because ices are very refreshing, and I, I I probably could safely say. I'll go on record saying I probably love the first like five to 15 slurps of an icy, depending on how hot the day is or whatever. But then I don't need the large icy that we would get (laughs) in the movie and have a Coke, a large Coke in a candy or something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So uh, nice treat, but uh, same goes with slushies. We don't need them. Same shit, different day, just more flavors of slushies. It was like a different texture though. I feel like, yes. Uh, Yeah. Slushies had kind of a gooeyerness almost to it. Like they weren't gooey, but like Like bigger, bigger ice crystals where I think the the ices were very tight, almost foam ice crystal. Yeah. Slurpees, they weren't like snow cone consistent, but they were like, yeah, yeah, they were definitely like rougher or something. And when that shit melts, Oh God, disgusting. (laughs) Pure syrup. (laughs) Now Ryan just put, a Slurpee and an Icy under the desk here, because now he's yeah, a bear. Yeah. <laughs> gulp. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a big Icy? They call user? me the big gulp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I love Icy. I, the thing is, I had an Icy, like, I don't know, like a couple months ago in, mm-hmm. in theaters, because I wanted to, yeah. like, experience. I think it was, uh, what's the new, sp- the Across the Spider-Verse? Or into, oh, yeah. It's Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. I got one for that, and it made me freaking late for the movie, <laughs> which was annoying. But uh, it was so good. I, I blue is best flavor. Fight me. Mm. Um, and yeah. I, but the thing is, you don't need that big ass cup. Right. But, yeah, yeah. But if you have something salty, there's balance. There's balance. That's true. You yeah, have yeah. some, then you have the other. Yeah. It's uh, everything I eat it has to be in balance. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that now I will balance. say there is a there is a wild card here, mm-hmm. and that is the Coke. 
the ice, the Coke, Coke icy, icy or, or the, the ice, whatever they would call yeah. the icy yeah. Coke, like that. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that somehow like enhances and dilutes the Coke, like the syrup as it goes on. So at the end, you're not left with like the gross syrup dye as with an icy or a slurpy. It's just like Coke, which I, I don't, for some reason, like my but like a flat Coke, unfortunately, it is. Yeah, it gets no a, which, yeah, which then encourages me not to drink the whole thing. Well, because it gets just gets <laughs> kind of gross by the end, you know. Come on, buddy, you don't want to have this already. <laughs> um, Thank you for the encouraging statement, sir. Also, going on record saying, if thirteen-year-old me heard me right now, I'd say, "Who's this fucking asshole that's so worried about his health?" And oh, you, think <laughs> you don't look icy. You're trying to be cool, but you know that right. was. That was a long time ago, but uh, I probably would have come on my hand too because I'd be exactly. jacking off all the time in the theater. Not like I do now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the icy freezes his hand for the perfect stranger. Ex- yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, That's going in the archives. <laughs> Dude, where's my jar? There we go. Have you claimed that account yet? No, I'm not. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Need a lot more bacon grease. Yeah. <laughs> So we have a review section here after that <laughs> tangent. Uh, we have two new reviews from Spotify, where we love all you little airs over there because it's a Q&A section. Uh, it's annoying. They don't just call them reviews. But uh, we ask, how did you like this episode on each episode? And we got a very nice review from a new to us fan, Jacob D. Williams, uh, says, loving the podcast. Keep it up, you guys. Y'all make me laugh my ass off at work and just can't get enough of the podcast. He reviewed the Golden Age Part 6 episode, if you were curious. Uh, and then Sog Big Boss, our, our just fucking mainstay, ride or die uh, Big Boss, um, who's, you know, I guess he's dealing with fucking his clones and and dealing with Russia and, you know, speaking in Russian and all that stuff. This is a big Russian podcast we're talking about today, but um, I think he's probably angry at the lack of quality, perceived quality in the Metal Gear trilogy kind of remake that Metal, Metal Gear Solid 3 doesn't look that great. The cutscenes kind of look whack, uh, things like that. But mm. uh, And especially mad that Kiefer Sutherland took over for David Hayter at Konami's horrific request for uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, well, it wasn't yeah. Ground Zeroes was like the little prequel game. It was Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. There yes. we go. Um, Love but, that game. Uh, Sog Big Boss says, I can't wait for the next episode. Going to be a massive one. Love how y'all deep dive into the prophecy speak and the breakdown of character emotions. What I've always wanted from a Berserk podcast. Peace and love emojis. Thank you, Sog Big Boss. And question for you, Sog Big Boss. Uh, not, I'm not going to out you as to what your pro- profile picture looks like, but I am curious, like <laughs> what show that is from, because it, mm. it's from far away. Yeah, it's it. reminded me of uh, if anyone is familiar with High School DxD. Mm. There is a certain character in there. I can't see though; my eyes are shit. So you know, you'll have to let me know. But uh, yeah, even with your glass, I mean, this is a tiny picture. Even with your glasses, no, I can I can see, but I'm just saying my eyes are shit, so I've been out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let let us know what uh what's what's your profile yes. picture if you don't mind. Uh, uh, shout out to Sogby Boss too because uh, they posted this episode this this review like four hours after we posted the episode or something oh, wow. like that. So hell yeah. Hardcore fan. Appreciate that song, Big Boss. Uh, and uh, I don't think we had any anywhere else. I didn't see any on Chartable for Apple Podcasts or anything. Yeah, I checked like everywhere else. Yes. Or at least, yeah. Those yes. Times. Thank you. Keep those reviews coming. We appreciate it and appreciate coming. Um, we have a we segment. <laughs> how we're doing and what we're kind of watching, what we're playing, what kind of media we get, what pop culture stuff we into. And we're asking each other, of course, to spill your guts. Why don't you spill your guts about the last couple of weeks in between records, Steve? 
I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, just coughing, whatnot. Running uh, a running a anti Pellegrino campaign now. Exactly. And yeah. To inform and children I'm, about choking hazards of Pellegrino. <laughs> I'm a Poland Springs guy. Okay. <laughs> no, I just remember you got an East Coast always. wife, and that's that's their loyal. That's their yeah. hardcore brand out there. You know. Yeah. Wait, why has Howard no would made, always be Poland. <laughs> why, why has no one made boxers with the fucking Lego sign that says choking hazard? On? <laughs> <laughs> is that not a thing? Anyway, proceed. It could, it could. But it's on the ass. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, both sides. Yeah. Uh, also, is Steve a little quiet to you, Ryan? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I came yeah. back up Steve. after the coughing. So, how's that? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, there we go. I'm doing okay. Let's see. We obviously had aliens record, but uh, not everyone here heard. So, yeah, I had a disc golf tournament a couple weekends ago, which oh, yeah. was quite nice. Um, the rain was threatening us pretty aggressively, but it held off and that was much appreciated. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm starting week two of the new job. Mm. So, so far, so good. Uh, again, team is uh, super nice and everyone's having a good time and uh, just trying to get up to speed. Because as they like to say, you're drinking from the fire hose the first couple <laughs> weeks. God, I fucking hate that. Um, just when everything's, you know, going down and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, so. So we've been doing that, and then... How big's the team over there, generally, roughly? <laughs> I think like 20 people. Oh, wow. Okay, Or cool. something. Not 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 crazy. Definitely not over 30 or 40. I think it's in the 20s. That's a fun, that's a fun change of pace, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, as long as you're doing a good job, it's good, but you can actually be noticed and appreciated for your work when... Right, right, right. Know, there's not a bunch of other people in. things, you know, Steve sucks, or I did that, or, or whatever. I mean, so. they still could say that. They could. Yeah. <laughs> I hate. No, uh, right now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll go in the office for the first time next week. And apparently, nice. there's a giant basement full of samples because they have a lot of jar samples, moichandise and such. So apparently, it's all free reign. So wow, we'll what uh, what we can grab in there. Nice. Uh, and then had my two year wedding anniversary mm. uh, last Monday. And then, yeah, went out to a nice dinner. Thank you to the Joeys. Oh, that's right. Uh, Saturday. Joes, yeah. That was. <laughs> <laughs> we made a joke on Probing Gaia that uh, you'd call people like their couple's name instead of their, the like, oh, like if you were married, like, oh, the McLaughlin's are here, whatever. Uh, and sorry to dox you on the show, but uh, uh, but they instead of call people really? by that, but instead if you had a wife, like, oh, the Ryans are here, <laughs> just do it by oh. the first name instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yes uh and then yeah this weekend yeah just kind of hung out did all that good stuff so how about how about you ryan uh i'm spilling okay you know um i actually just yesterday watched django unchained for the first time oh wow the right the this classic segment ryan's quest to find <laughs> classics and watch them that right. he's never seen even <laughs> though 2012 i was gonna say even though it's, <laughs> yeah. but yes popular movies. Movies. yes, yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Which oh, those sure. figures from NECA sell for over a thousand dollars because they oh, got wow. uh, immediately pulled from the shelf for being wow. obviously. Mm. I did notice that your car has the big. You've got you put the big giant tooth on a spring on <laughs> yeah. top. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. mod. <laughs> it is I, that opener is just so funny because I, I like when I had the, like the only thing i knew about the show was that it's really fucking bloody and it's really yeah. hardcore yeah. and i knew pretty much nothing else except there were some memes from it but yeah. but <laughs> the opener with the two swinging was just something yeah. else yeah and then and then just jonah hill being in it for like one yes. scene yeah as a clansman as a clansman that, yeah. that, that was awesome too <laughs> yeah uh but, but yeah very interesting I, I i loved it it was it was great 
Um, it was weird because the Hulu version, which is where it's on right now, oh. uh, it just like it censored every single N word, which I was what? I was very confused. I thought I, was <laughs> I like, guess I shouldn't sound am so. Am I dumb. watching <laughs> what? I, I felt weird because I was looking up. I'm like, wait, why is it set? Like, not yeah. that I wanted to hear it all, all right. the time, but I'm like, why the fuck is it censored? I'm yeah, not watching that's kind of you know again. Like, it's like it, because then it actually brings more attention to it, which is frustrating. Cause then you're like, yeah. wait, it's, it's like a, it's a classic like power move in the corporate world. When people become low, they, they low talk because then everyone has to go, wait, what, what? And they're like, it, it forces people to like, listen in mm. and, and on the inverse people will, that talk loudly. Cause then you can't fucking ignore them. Right. It's the same kind of thing, but well, yeah, there, there would even be sentences where they would blur it out or beep it, beep, beep it out. And yeah. it would be like, wait, what the fuck did he even just say? Cause right. if he's just saying the word that doesn't grammatically make right. sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it reminded me when I was like in a, a kid or like in middle school and I would be listening to like a rap song on the radio and I'd be like, this is so cool. But I would have a very different <laughs> idea of what was happening in the song oh yeah because they wouldn't they just wouldn't even beep it they would just like remove the word entirely chunk (laughs) or like a syllable of the word and it would just confuse me to all hell and so i just thought they were speaking a different language half the time (laughs) it was was very weird but uh anyway yeah so i watched that um i still very often will say two lines from the dentist general i can't remember his name but uh what one is uh Steve and I say this a lot, like, oh, I don't go in for sweets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the and then the you silver tongue devil you. <laughs> yeah, he's that is like such a, a cool character. Such a great yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, I mean the, the DiCaprio role is so it's like one of the most memeable, maybe second oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings in general being the most memed like piece of content ever, but like, like longevity, right? It yes. doesn't yeah. It, it's such a useful <laughs> and especially like the one where it's like where they they puff him up in photoshop to be fat you know and right, right, right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, the little yeah. like drink in yeah. his hand he's all yeah. jowled out yeah. fun I, fact when he smashes his hand oh. that's a real injury like he's that's, that's his act like and he just fucking went oh, with shit. it yeah yeah tarantino was like yeah he just fucking went and we just kept filming him. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I and I missed the scene where he does the whole like squinched face with the with the wine. I like I saw it happen, but I it was oh. su- it's I didn't know it was such a fast yes. expression yeah, change. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like I was just kind of like reading the subtitles because yeah. I think uh, Samuel uh, Jack or he, someone was oh, saying something yes. really like like distorted at the time, and yeah. I'm trying to like pass the n word bleeps, and I'm like, what's going on, <laughs> yeah. man? Like, so I, I missed the thing, and I had to go back and watch the scene again. But it was it's it's a great movie. Uh, I also I find that to be probably my most watchable Tarantino movie. Like it's like one of his like very few movies for me that I can just like, like kill bills. Like what the first volume is like one of those two, I think. But, Mm. um, but both of those just very, very watchable. But I think Django and chain probably like that might be my favorite of his movies. So, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it, and I started it really late at night. But I was like, "Fuck it, I'm." I'm like, oh god, in. it's like three hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's three hours. <laughs> That's the only thing. Uh, in terms of anime, uh, I am. Oh, I recently finished a series called Heavenly Delusion, which mm. probably no one has heard of, uh, but it is from this relative season of anime. I think it's called like Tengoku Daimyo. I don't know, so something like that, because uh, Tengoku is heaven. But mm. uh, it's oh, a yeah. very, very weird and also fucked up show. Mm. Uh, it's only 13 episodes and it does n- not end where it's like the season is over or, right. over or something, but it just ends. Mm. Essentially, uh, if you've ever seen Promised Neverland, uh, it's, you know, kids in a school and you're like, hmm, something weird's going on here mm-hmm. and maybe not good. <laughs> and 
uh it's in this kind of dystopian world where like you're not sure what these kids like they're being raised by like scientists and robots and shit oh. and they're being you know i you don't know what the fuck is happening for pretty much the whole show but mm. you start to i really like that you start piecing together different things not because it's marketed as a mystery but mm. because you just naturally start to see hey that kid drew a picture of this thing and mm. then like three episodes later you'll just see something in the background that's like what the fuck that's that's oh, that thing the thing what the, the hell mm. that's a that's alive you know mm. like oh you know <laughs> anyway so it was a very weird concept though also because like i think second episode in so i, I can say this is somewhat not of a spoiler the main character girl mm-hmm. says to the guy that's the main character the guy is like is like confessing to her he's like oh like i like you and mm. then she's like okay not to like put you down but i'm actually a guy oh <laughs> and i was like what the fuck Ooh, the episode what's ends. the show and i was like what the hell is this show wow. so i looked it up or it explains it the next episode mm. but <laughs> but it's actually not joking the girl's not like saying like oh like i just feel like i'm a guy mm-hmm. she literally because it's a dystopian future yeah she has been fused essentially with her brother like oh. so basically what happened is her brother <laughs> uh die is about to die mm-hmm. he's brought to a hospital i'm not gonna say how he dies because mm. holy shit it's fucked up but mm. he's about to die his sister comes in and theoretically saves him but it's from his perspective so he doesn't fucking know mm. and then he wakes up and he says his first word and it's in her voice and he's like what the fuck is happening he mm. looks in the mirror and it's her body mm. so somehow they did surgery to where his brain is in her body. So it's a very fucking weird concept for the show because like it's this dude. It's like an actual dude. It's on Disney Plus. Is it on Disney Plus? I mean, this picture just shows a Disney Plus logo, which someone could have. Okay, I heard one comment that said it was on Disney Plus. I did not watch. It is definitely not a fucking kids show. I mean, to be fair, like the the uh, I mean, to be fair to Disney, they've really had a a rough time. No, but to be fair, (laughs) the new Deadpool and Wolverine movie is like rated yeah. hard R and they're mm. going to put it on Disney plus and all that stuff. But this is yeah, anyway. very, very mature show mm. uh, for people. If, if anyone has ever heard of made in abyss or promise mm. Neverland, it's the fucked upness of made in abyss plus the pacing and intrigue of promise, pro, mm. uh, promise Neverland. But honestly, so definitely some like so not overt. It sounds like, but some sci-fi involved too. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It's it's definitely supernatural in that way. But uh, I liked it. I it was very weird. Mm-hmm. I had to get past a few like strange things going on, but I really liked the experience of like just being able to piece things together in this like very intriguing mm-hmm. you know world that that they've created here. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, and other than that, just keeping up with Free Rin. That's another oh, yeah, you know, yeah. great uh, show that's going on right now. And uh, yeah. Which I further heard nothing but good things. I'll have to put that on yeah. my, my yeah. list. That one is <laughs> more memorable than yeah, yeah, yeah. Tengoku Daimakyo, <laughs> uh, Heavenly Delusion. But still, yeah. Anyway, that's how I've been doing. How are you? Spill your guts, Joey. Uh, so I have been... Prime as 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 I've had two realms of uh content the past couple of weeks. Uh one since you and I, Ryan, went to the near orchestra concert, you know, mm-hmm. fucking end of data version seven, whatever, you know, twelve, 12 I believe it was one point two seven five five three two. Yeah. <laughs> uh 
I got a hankering to play the first near game, near replicant, the remake that came out in 2021 yeah. and do all four or five of the endings, which there's a lot of tedious replaying of things. Uh, <laughs> Cause the new game plus in that game is um, yes, yeah. you keep all your shit, which is cool, but you, you start seeing uh, scenes or there's dialogue from different perspectives that you weren't privy to. Yes. Which is really, can be really powerful in some, in some spots, but you can hear some enemies speak as well. Right. Which is very cool. Cause you could hear them make like garbled noises in their language as you were like fighting and killing them. But then now you're hearing their side of it too. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then once I come back from Italy, I should be able to finish that the, to get ending E or pretty close before I leave this like early Friday morning. But, uh, mm. and then I'm going to do the same with near automata. Cause there was definitely, I think I got all the main endings, but I didn't, yeah, I did. I definitely got all the main endings, but I didn't, I almost, I think I want to platinum that game. Assuming the platinum replicant or automata? Uh, automata replicant. I really, really like, but like playing it is just not as fun as <laughs> automata is. And it, you know, it just has some old, 100%. it has some 2010 design philosophies that they kept for the remaster. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's something I did think for like the new game plus stuff, like it, automata did that really well yes, because yeah, yeah. first off it's less like, Oh, you're a different character. So mm-hmm. that already changes a lot. Yeah. Oh, also like the story's different. The way you do combat's different. Like right. so much is different. And, the and then the later is- endings are this is that this is now after the events of that. So it's yeah. like playing a, a sequel within yeah. the game. Yeah. Whereas like Replicant, it's basically you just start from a the exact same part in the right. story every time. And then it's just a new perspective on right. it. And also sometimes just having a black screen with words. Yes, with text. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did not like that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the forest of myth. It's a really, you know. It would be a cool segment if you, they let you play it. And oh, I, and then I, you fail yes. one of them, yeah, which yeah. I did. Yep. And then you have yeah, to whole, fucking re the, whole, <laughs> the yeah. whole thing. You have to answer some questions. Yeah, it's For those who so, know, you know it's, yes. it's annoying. <laughs> um, but uh, the game, I mean, as I as I said before, uh, greater than the sum of its parts, because there's some jank in it and stuff too, but uh, so intriguing, the music especially takes it up you know 10 notches but even sarah was so intrigued that she sat and like watched me finish the two endings so far that i've done it's a very Um, streamable uh game i feel like people like watching it will be like oh that shit looks cool Mm -hmm. oh that's an interesting story yeah exactly like it's yeah and mixing yeah mixing like kind of classic you know hack and slash third person action fighting with um bullet hell stuff and like shooting like magic bullets and stuff is really unique so um, perspectives too yes um and then uh and then sarah and i have been on a uh gojira kick so we finished monarch legacy of monsters the show on apple plus which we liked mm-hmm. um and then uh and then we went back and watched 2014 godzilla the to- you know this is the, the legend the leg- legacy legendary pictures universe and i remember seeing that one in the theater probably with pino back in 2014 Hmm. Um, because sarah didn't remember any of it um so it might have just been with me and my sister and and the peenster but um uh and then we skipped kong skull island because we probably watched that like a year year and a half ago it's it's fine and then um and then we watched a movie that i did not remember The, the the next two the 2019 godzilla king of monsters and then 2021's which we haven't watched yet that's next on the list is minus one uh which i haven't watched that yet either but um which is just godzilla and kong or godzilla or whatever and then there's another one coming out like now in the legendary pictures yeah like oh nice this week or i don't know like very soon there's (laughs) well that's what was so weird i was like so the 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 whatever the third 
one. Yeah. So the the King of Monsters, 2019's yeah. King of Monsters that has Millie Bobby Brown from Any uh, Battles, Ghidorah. Yeah, yeah. Ghidorah, yeah. Rodan's in there. There's a big mammoth dude uh, for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Ice Age. One plot hole that I'll discuss in one moment, but um, uh, which I can't honestly remember that one. Like yeah, I watched yeah. it, but and you'll you'll remember it's it's there's enough information what I'll say that it'll be like oh yeah that is weird. But think, yeah. uh, so uh, and I mean like. I, I'm like, we were watching this and I'm like, I don't remember seeing a trailer for this. I don't remember mm. ever fucking seeing this on. I watched it on the plane home from Germany. Oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah. oh, I do faintly remember. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, big, big dinosaur trip. Cause I watched the Jurassic world movies that were out <laughs> up to that point. I never yeah, really 12 year old Joey. Having yeah. a time of- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, like did not remember a fucking, there was no trailer moment where I was like, wait, I know oh, I heard yeah, this from yeah, the trailer, yeah. whatever like that. But, uh, uh, it was, it was, they're fun. Like definitely fun movies yeah, overall yeah. and, uh, like high quality enough. Like this 2019, yeah, they're entertaining. They're fun. Yeah. It definitely suffered from Marvel esque writing. Um, the dialogue was annoying for mm-hmm. the most part, but it didn't ruin the experience. But, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the next one. And also, very satisfying now to watch these now that we watched monarch the show because i was like i had no fucking clue they were building that tight of a universe like to the extent of having ken watanabe in two in the two movies and be the same Mm -hmm. character and like all that kind of shit so yeah it was a big deal because if you notice in the first one there was no traditional or whatever other monsters it was the mutos whatever yeah the massive Uh, uh unknown terrestrial organism yeah and that was because of the the Matthew Broderick movie of ninety eight. Oh, we know about it. It's yeah, so bad that yes. they're like, "We'll give you Godzilla," yeah. and that's it. Yes. So they had to prove themselves, <laughs> right? To like right. Then get any other monsters. Yes. Uh, Brian Cranston in that movie consistently horrible Japanese uh, accent and dialect and stuff. Even though in the credits it says like dialect coached for Mr. Cranston, and I'm like, but maybe he did it on purpose, like to be I, I'm I want to seem American. Yeah, over, ever, right, but, right, right. But he's supposed to like have been living and working there for years at that point. But anyway, um Shitoshi Shu, like all of yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Fried chicken and we smuggle Sue the <laughs> the meth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and his wig horrible in that first oh. 14 movie which i'm like he has nice hair like normal hair you know it's almost like they were trying to like it's the guy from breaking bad but he has more hair it's right like, like, he can't just have normal hair he's got a lot yeah. of hair now he's wearing boxer briefs right. not just tidy wax <laughs> in the japanese desert instead of the yeah. nevada desert uh or whatever arizona but um but yeah i'm excited to see uh this like most recent one and and again you know the 2014 one didn't pay attention to the the monarch you know organization mm, you know mm. what i mean like so I, I thought that monarch was like made up for the show <laughs> for the right, right. for the for the series on apple Just to TV, have something but, yeah. um but uh yeah the, it's super it's like it's nice to have a yes it's slow in some parts but it's nice to have a fun science fiction monster fest yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like seeing again no matter how like the Ghidorah CG was kind of okay. Like Godzilla looks pretty good in these movies, but Ghidorah looked kind of cartoony, I guess. But still, you don't care because when it's showing the scenes, you're like, that would be fucking terrifying. And right. and it's cool that they don't shy away from just whole cities constantly getting wrecked. Like right, just, right, just right. completely like that scene where it's not a fucking spoiler, but the scene where like in this most recent than the 2019 one, it's like it just shows an open shot of Godzilla swing through water and it pulls back and there there's aircraft carriers and Godzilla swing through Washington DC, like past the Washington, because everything's so fucked up by Ghidorah and stuff. But, mm. but yeah, so um, one plot point 
and then we can get into the into the four sentence summary. Now, at the end, or it's sort of towards the end of that movie, when you know Godzilla, when Ghidorah tries to establish himself as king of the monsters, but then Godzilla's the true king. Uh, that all these monsters start like doing Ghidorah or Godzilla's bidding or whatever, and but then it's dumb that the the Mutos from the first movie come back. They're mm-hmm. they're one of the monsters in the little pantheon of cool monsters, mm-hmm. and they bow to Godzilla. I'm like, yeah, but your race didn't fucking bow to Godzilla in the 2014 right, movie. Yeah. yeah, so it's like anyway, big big nerd plot point, but right. uh, but yeah. So but you finished Monarch, so you know all the things. Correct. Well, and coming. that's what's cool too is like that Monarch timeline is before the t- even even at the by the the final episode of the ten episodes, it's in 2017. Right, right. Two years before this movie, when all this other shit hits the fan. So it's like, but it's cool because the one character in the 2019 movie kind of has been hearing rumors of what they end up revealing in the Monarch TV show mm-hmm. about the kind of nature of the monster world and stuff. Right, so that right. was kind of cool to put those together. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah. Um, is it Ryan? I think Ryan yeah. has. It the is honor, finally the honor of. Four sentence summary. Four sentence summary. A segment I stole from the Just King Things podcast, a great Stephen King podcast, where they have a five sentence summary. Where off the cuff, one of us is assigned to describe the chapters that we read in four sentences of any length, uh, but uh, but not not cheating, not looking through, uh, and the consequences will be devastating if you yes. make a mistake. We'll have one. to take a word for that we're not <laughs> looking through right now because you know yeah. you're listening to yes. us. But yes. yes. <laughs> My pinky stump still is sore. I still feel a ghost pinky from when I made a mistake last yes. episode. So yes. Probably All wouldn't right. be healed enough to have a ghost pinky at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a reptile. Yeah. That's why. Um okay. For so combat. here we go. Four sentence summary. All right. First sentence. After we've cut from Griffith being cut. Nope. We go to Guts performing in a combat arena with a bunch of knights and uh, men from different countries just brawling it out uh, with some nobleman, noblemen watching <laughs> on the side. These uh, are quite noble trash bins here. Sentence two. <laughs> one of such said peoples <laughs> happens to be Silat. Mm-hmm. Uh AKA the Aladdin King of Thieves knife thrower. <laughs> if anyone gets that reference, I mm-hmm. love you. He also sings that song in this in this Robin Williams. Wow. Back from the sheet. That was what I just said was all in parentheses, by the way. Still the same sentence. Even that. This whole Even this. Even this word. More so. Uh, and he proceeds to fight guts in a very outlandish manner with using his feet, uh, <laughs> find him on footfinder.com, uh, and, uh, knives of various sorts. Uh, but guts, guts still knives of various knives swords. Of various swords. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way I can describe yeah. it. Is this still uh, sentence one? No, it's a sentence two. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. And, uh, but guts bests him because he's guts sentence three uh we find the band of the hawk has been being run by casca and what happened to griffith well only we know guts is still a little bit uh not privy to this but uh casca is a bit weary judo's trying to console her uh but they are being attacked all of a sudden by said silat and uh yeah it doesn't go so well until 
uh, Mr. Guts shows up. Sentence four, uh, Guts fights this Silat with all of his different weapons of sorts. <laughs> And knives of sorts <laughs> and whips of sorts uh, and chakrams of sorts. And Guts still manages to prevail, unveiling the uh, kind of weird looking face of Slot. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was drawn very strangely yeah. for the normal berserk style. That was all in parentheses. Uh, <laughs> and Guts reunites with his homies, period. <laughs> <laughs> the period. That's good. Uh, yeah, first first appearance of which is funny. Like I, I remembered when you just said it, but I don't they call him the man from Salat before. So is his name Salat? I know that's answered later on that he's called Salat, right? Yeah. Well, it, we'll just we could just call him the prince. But yeah, yeah. He, he is. Well, actually, sorry. I guess we don't know that right now. Right. My bad. But, but he right. is yeah. a just a trampoline swordsman at this point. He's a. <laughs> cash for the merchant. You even cash talk, for you the even talk like an entertainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a very interesting thing I wanted to touch, yeah. to touch on, but uh, yeah, Silat dude is no. is him. <laughs> what uh, high level thoughts? What what were your thoughts on these chapters, Steve? Thoughts? Um, yes, it was fun uh, <laughs> to see some progression here. You get to see Gut kind of you know doing his thing. Uh, he's a slave for pay. Uh, <laughs> he uh, in me. this uh, tournament fight, but not really wanting to take the rewards of winning. But um, yeah, just cool. And then he catches up, and we get a get some more backstrap or backstrap backstory into what's Back been happening with the old gang, and uh, some more things to come. So overall, yeah, no, I mean, I thought they were fun, progressing, not progressive like anything, but like progressing the story. Uh, was nice, but nothing super deep. I, I don't think. I don't know. Keyword, yes, yeah, fun. I thought these were fun chapters. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's like, it's like even, even a, I mean, like the, the, the arms tournament and anytime he's fighting with uh, Salat. Yeah. It's like anime as fuck. It's very anime. Like, well, Salat yeah, was like and now I have this strike that you cannot <laughs> miss. <laughs> yes. Uh, with my family, my deep-rooted family martial arts. These are like but not like the cringe Adon way. Like this right. is like the cool. Yeah, aliens. it's not. Yeah, a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they actually fight. It's not like building up for ten chapters. This yes, one Goku exactly. strike that's going to blow up the whole universe. Yeah, whatever. they're not uh, warbling with power fire or energy fire around them and yelling at each other for a long time. Salad even mentions like in the tournament, he's like, "What's a tournament without a little blood?" Yeah, and he, yeah. like lunges at him. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool because it's yeah. like. He just he just gets down to business. He's yeah. he's talking, but not like a monologue before the fight. He's just right. talking during the fight. Right, he, right. He gets shit done. Yes. You know? It's I not like it's like arrogant, but not boisterous. It's and it's it's arrogant while he can back it up too. You know. Yes. So yes. he's announcing that he's gonna fuck you up in these various ways, and he generally can, unless you are guts. If you're Valencia <laughs> A very weird name for this gentleman, Valencia. Yeah. Uh, Which I don't. I would have to look at the Japanese, but it could be some weird thing where it's like Valencia or something, or it could be Valencia. Like I wondered if he was supposed to be a big Italian man or something, because otherwise he sounds. It would sound Spanish, you know, Valencia or something. Yeah. Yeah, Makes great oranges. He had a lot of good (laughs) citrus on it. (laughs) Oranges of blood, just like 
a tournament that wouldn't be good without. And his armor uh, is so weird. Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. It looks like one of those, like, they they started the bottom half with, like, Warhammer. And right. then the top yeah. half, they were just like, I don't fucking remember what yep. I was doing here. I was going to say, it looks like, like he modified some office, tra- like, some simple human trash cans for his leg, you know, uh, his greaves or whatever down there. Just, like, stepped right in him. And, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, his head armor is, like... It's like the first time where it's like, yeah, the design's not very cool. Like, but it's almost as if Miura is purposely doing like eighties, like American eighties cartoon shit here. Like, like it's almost like He-Man esque in some way or like, um, Thundercats style or something. Everyone's unique and yeah. Yeah. Also, also very, very, very like, um, caricature caricature eyes like caricature i'm sorry spaced have we jumped into it or are we still highlight we're still i mean we're still just kind of i mean we'll we'll start off in a sec but yeah i mean we're we kind of are yeah but into it yeah, so, i'm like wait there is that let's just one. start okay. yeah so we get a poster worthy <laughs> shot of guts uh in the title page of arms tournament and we get a cool establishing shot we got a very renaissance era uh tournament of arms as the title says backwards um i mean this is this is the the you know the barriers like the the it's not octagons it's kind of whatever agons but uh the barriers that you can see guys dueling in with various you know combos of uh, armor and weapons straight out of uh you know our kind of medieval and renaissance fight books talhofer especially has many and the gladiatoria fight book have many many scenes of dueling from these kinds of um you know, a, a proto ring, like a boxing ring, right? So what we wished actually happened at the Renaissance Fair instead yes, of just drinking exactly. and weird people. Yes. Yeah. One yeah. thing that I didn't see, and I think it's because it's older, um, it's more medieval than Renaissance, is like fighting at the barriers, which basically take one of those little wall, one of those little fences that surround the um, uh, the men dueling, mm-hmm. but you put it at waist level so that uh, to extend the fight... <laughs> Um, you cannot, and because armor doesn't protect against, you know, uh, arm breaks and joint locks and eye gouging and stuff, it basically prevents grappling. So it forces, it forced men who knew how to fight in a complete way to, for the, for the purpose of this sport and to not kill each other because even though a lot of people died in medieval tournaments, but, uh, to not kill each other because people paid good money for these knights that were in these tournaments, they could, they could, they could fight in a slightly artificial way to extend. Darktanian has one more fight in him. <laughs> uh, I will be your like, Huckleberry. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say this is like the Southern Three Musketeers from America or something. No, that's just the, has the, one more fight in him. The, the, um, the Leo, you know, the Leo. Right. Oh the, God, you're right. Yes, yeah, doing the Sambo wrestling part. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what we're allowed to save. What they call the wrestlers, but yes. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, they got, there's, there's fucking cross like archery happening. So there's like target, you know, tournaments going on. There's jousting and there's the aforementioned duels. Uh, and then a portly, very jovial man is maybe the first portly man who actually like, isn't a freak. Like he seems kind of nice. Like he could be a weirdo or whatever, but he's just drawn. He's drawn as like, he's no, drawn. That's just Foss, but like right. <laughs> on stage. <Yeah. laughs> He's got some hair. His his eyes are open. His eyes are drawn. He has a very like Disney quality to him, to the way that he's drawn. I could see that. Um, But, uh, but yeah, he's like the, he's the guy that started this arms tournament and he's kind of talking to his buddies. He's like, man, this, this fucking tournament's getting real popular. This is great. I'm making a lot of money, like blah, blah, blah. And so they announced the first opening. uh, That's redundant. They announced the opening fight um where we first meet this warrior from salat a kind of a, just a, a middle eastern and i don't think adjacent. it's from a strange land i think it's saying he's from a strange land 
and his name is Salat. Oh, okay, got it. I misread yeah. that. Thank you. So, just because of the comma, yeah. So now I can replace. I literally kept writing Middle Eastern fighter throughout this whole thing because I well, wanted to wait Well, because we know till... where he's from. Remember? Right, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But but yeah, I don't think that's much of a spoiler, but we'll yeah. just keep it. We don't know. Um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, they, they announce uh, Val, you know, Valenche or whatever, and then a newcomer using strange weapons and techniques continues to cut a swath through the competition. And I think it says sorts about like seven times in there. Yes, just yeah. That's why I was saying that. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's yeah. using uh, twin weapons called Katars. Uh, these are for the mo- most people have seen these in movies and stuff, but they are um, they're held. What would you call that in line with your arm instead of, you know, almost like an extension of your, there arm, you go. Yeah. Instead so of like aside the arm. Yeah. And there's lots of varieties in these. There's one, there's cool ones that are like half moon shaped blades or whatever, but the classic one is as salats are drawn here, but with just the one kind of spade blade in the center. But there are historical uh, images in museum. I think I've seen a trident one in the, in Florence in the Stibbert Museum, which is a really great for arms and armor museums, man, that's one of the top because the it's a it's more of a privately run museum. And the guy, Stibbert, he was half Italian, half British. He had a military family with a long lineage of like knights and shit. And so in the eighteen hundreds, he got like a third of the museum is um Western European, like his heritage. Uh the other third is all Japanese like samurai shit from the centuries, and the other third is all Persian weaponry, of which there were many Qatars. There were no uh Urums, the fucking ribbon swords or whatever he has. That's not a real thing. Yeah, but, that's a lot special. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, so it does make me wonder real quick for like a yeah. sword report thing. Also wanted to mention before in Valencia's design. His sword is fucking small, and it's so <laughs> like look at his big ass boots, and then you see this tiny right. sword. It's a chode. Like, it's a chode sword. Yeah, it's very thick, terrible, <laughs> but kind of stubby for his size. You know, so. yeah, he can uh, make but, it work. <laughs> he clearly hey, doesn't. Girth. <laughs> women survey. Girth is more important than length. So, surf the girth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, this is my catchphrase episode. Yeah. Okay, but what I was wondering for sword report wise, yeah. Uh, the what did you call them for that? The Salat was Katars. wielding at least Qatars. Yes. So the Qatars, what would the purpose just theoretically be? Do you guys think of having it be that type of grip as opposed to a classic like dagger sword like grip where you kind of have to angle your wrist? Like right. what? Do, what do you guys think? Do you think that was like it provided more maneuverability? It provided more something else? Like what? what uh, what you lose in versatility by not really being able to you know, twist your hand in various different grips and formations and angles, you gain uh, what would probably be very strong um, stabbing ability. Because these are these are daggers. He's using them very differently than they would have been used. Mm. Um, now, to be fair, the ones that had splits in it, like this trident style one or the half moon, they, I mean, they were known to be like sword catchers, right? So you could, but there, I mean, in this, he's doing it to the extreme where he's breaking the sword by like, you know, scissor cutting it, which, you know, whatever. But yeah, this is a, a high heightened reality. You maybe, know, well, maybe yeah, more that thrusting because it locks in your wrist. So there's exactly it's like when you have brass knuckles locking like a, fingers. Like a punch type thing. A hundred percent. These are a class of dagger, basically, but he's using them like they were swords, right? Because so. I was thinking perhaps like if he's doing a slashing motion with both of them at the person's sword to mm. try and trap it. Yeah, I feel like that that kind of uh, fist grip that he's using could actually allow for it to kind of 
change its trajectory midair or yes. like after, sorry after it's bound with the sword right to then like kind of sl- like slot into the spot better than if right. your wrist was like locked into a a pose right because like his the whole thing was i was like wait you're like losing kind of some stability mm-hmm. but then maybe you don't want maybe you want it to be able to adapt to the sword that it's kind of trying to lock in right so i don't know maybe that's that's my theory because yeah. he is he theoretically should be doing a lot of slashing and stabbing with this and locking yeah. instead of just trying to overpower his opponent which he does pretty well well in in history in in reality the length of that main blade it's probably like half of that. So it's basically like you were like, like bladed knuckles, right. Is more what it was for. So, and yes, you could, you could, you could bind or deflect, you know, swords and things like that, but also, you know, their swords were a little different. They had some, a little more, uh, you know, you know, not katana, but still a lot of curved swords. Uh, you had scimitars for cavalry. Scimitars were not carried around again. Second mention of Aladdin. They were not carried around by foot guards. They were specifically for cavalry, and street um, rats. Yes, because really all you can do on cavalry is do kind of diagonal slashes for the most part mm-hmm. um, because of the, the horse's heads in your way. <laughs> so you kind of have to lean and, and slash. So, um, but yeah, they were much smaller. And again, think of them as a class of dagger. Uh, and they were not anything that... They were, they were a dagger. They weren't something that was a main weapon that defeated other war weapons kind of thing, you know? So they are very cool looking for sure. And yeah. also in terms of like stealth and stuff, if you were wearing a very big cloak, right? Or if you had, you know, your classic kind of, you know, and I'm being culturally, but whatever the kind of desert robes of Persian culture, think of how easily you could just have that under a sleeve, right? Mm-hmm. And then the sleeve co- you know, collar is, is covering everything but the tip of the blade and you can just stab well, i think you know there's I mean? there so. was someone later in the chapter who was like where did he even get that from yes, <laughs> like yeah, he pulls yeah. out his whips and they're like where where <laughs> yeah. was that oh <laughs> uh, but uh but yeah little uh this is this is yeah fun overall because these are these were very common weapons in persia so um cool that you brought them up and it's a cool use you know again very kind of 80s cartoon anime use of these in here um uh <laughs> Apparently the 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 spectators have never seen people kick before, but to be uh, fair, <laughs> he's doing yeah he's doing very kind of what we would call Eastern martial arts kicks, right? Kicking with the toe, um, mm-hmm. you know, kicking with the knee bend uh, more than so like push kicks and things like that, or or using your legs to to joint lock and manipulate and kind of you know crack knees and things. So, um, so he's do- he's doing you know fucking. Those kicks were fast as lightning, like everyone was kung fu fighting, you know. Yes. But and it's a cool move. He does it's it's the wrap the leg around the the extended arm and then psh, and kick him in the face right. and all Which that stuff. And I'm like, thinking, Claude Van Dam. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, I'm thinking he did that in actually in in a martial sense. That actually would be awesome if that if someone could do that. Like, yeah, could yeah. be able to do that because what it looks like he did is he because it was hard to see with all the motion blur lines. Yeah. He, I think, pulled the guy's arm toward him yes. so that he could reach the guy's face for an actual reverse kick. Exactly. Yeah. Which is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Like that's so. That's and while so keeping great. his arm extra bound by his thigh strength, while the while the other end of his leg did the work. You yeah, know, he was maintaining kind of like, the bind. Yeah. The other guy is doing absolutely fucking jack shit with his yeah. other hand, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. And he's just going straight for the face because it has openings. It's right. shit armor. <laughs> and never trained for this kind of grappling and kick, you know, grappling striking combination, right? Like, you never trained to defend against somebody that would do this at all, you know? So. And this is happening at, like, lightning speed, too. Yes. Like Joey was saying, like, this is very quick. So the guy's <laughs> this chunky-ass armor, he's not going to do anything. Yes. Um, now here, it, the line from Salat um, says, 
the sword arts of this land. I'm not. I am not going to do a Ernest goes to Africa style imitation <laughs> of his possible accent. But the far uh, too even <laughs> are our perfume. I believe he actually said the sword arts are online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sword arts of this land are dull and narrow minded. Uh, the, uh, in the face, sorry, I fucking typoed are dar- dull and narrow minded in the face of my deeply rooted fighting arts. They remind me of children swinging sticks. Um, and then, and then he, he beats the guy, uh, makes him submit or whatever. And then one of, one of the, uh, portly, you know, tournament organizers, uh, guys go that, or maybe he says it, he goes, that turban man did it. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny, but, uh, and there's a lot of little, like kind of, xenophobic things not mean-spirited but like a little bit later the tournament guy's like oh man i didn't really know that like this middle eastern guy was gonna yeah, this form this yeah. he's like he's like i'm kind of troubled by it. <laughs> or whatever yeah. well, he, i think he, yeah it was that plus he was like well it was so short like yeah. if it was so short and it was like a person from the home court it would right. be like well of course he won because he's strong and everyone right, knows right. that but nobody knows this guy <laughs> yeah exactly so it's he like well, yeah I can see he just came in and swept the whole thing and it's over too soon yeah, yeah um but uh but yeah it is funny because like i know that like this perception of you know western european fighters having a no martial art is interesting because miura clearly knows that's not necessarily the case sort of because he has guts as a western european-esque person but also guts is like a superhero so it's almost like miura is through salat having the kind of eastern view of you know because Eastern martial arts, you know, post World World War II, have become this this mythical status thing. I mean, lately, like not in the past twenty years, I guess, but for a long time, uh, as these Japanese and Chinese arts came over here, it was like, oh, like wow, you guys have a codified system of fighting. We never had that. It's like, well, we did, but we just threw it away for guns, right? And nobody kept the books. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting that it's just the the kind of stereotype. Um, which, I mean, for the most part, Miura's done a good job with the Band of the Hawks, saying, even though they're not all Griffiths or Judos or Gutses or Kaskas, like, that everyone is, like, a strategic fighter and not just swinging shit around, you know. But yeah. this is an arrogant prince, for sure, so. Um, and then, uh, very quickly, uh, the, after the tournament boss is bummed that a foreigner might win the tournament, Guts, Guts is back anyway, but of course we know it's him, he enters the dueling ring and some fucking loser in what I only could describe as pig style (laughs) armor (laughs) or like sheep armor, something like that. Hey pal, I was next. Wait your turn. Okay. Like he just whines at guts. I want a shot. And guts, he just flexes on them, on the guy. He's like, he's like, he's, you know, he's kind of nice. He's like, Hey, come on. It's, it's just a game. I'm just going to step in here. Is that cool? You know, (laughs) he's just got his arm on the guy's head, not his shoulders, the guy's head. Uh, his little pig helmet um and uh and also also, all i could think of like for pretty much this whole chapter and some of the other ones was just like the smash bros announcer just like oh yeah announcing everything like guts (laughs) guts yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um but uh yeah so guts is in there uh he's casually flexing on the middle on on Salat. Sorry, my text again. My uh, my notes. Middle Eastern fighter. On <laughs> turban fighter. And uh, yeah, <laughs> they call him Turbo. Turban turban. fighter to- four. <laughs> Champion edition. Um, not going anywhere with that. Right. <laughs> if it, uh, if it, he flexes on Salat uh, and put you know manipulates him into fighting. And uh, he's like, "Come on, you fucking you, you're looking for a real fighter, so am I." Blah blah blah. So they begin, and now we, we're really seeing guts in his kind of proto black swordsman armor. 
So he's changed his armor. Some we don't know currently. Well, I guess if we're skipping ahead a little bit, did he did he is did he meet um what's his name Godo or whatever up in the mountains at by this no, point or no not. right? He, we just know he went to the mountains. Yeah, so good. some high altitude training, which is pretty cool. But yeah. that's later. He um, meets Goto, I believe, after the big thing. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah, cool that he has his uh, his you know s- semi you know standard armor until much later in the series when yeah. his armor. It looks like a bit different. more of like a Mad Max version of it. It's like all very yeah. shoddily thrown together, but like it's it's got the silhouette basically. Exactly. Of what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The segmentation. It's almost like a bug carapace in a way. Also, I want yeah. you guys to notice, uh, not in this shot, the shot's good, but his boots are, the, the very bottom of his boots are very weird. Like, there, there are a couple uh, frames, uh, especially later, where for some reason they're extremely, like, stubby and tiny. <laughs> so it looks like he has this really well-proportioned, like, you can see his leg muscles, his, you know, the top of his boot, but then it gets to his shoe and it's just, like, the smallest little thing. I don't know why it's drawn like that, but especially later when he's talking to Casca, You'll see just like these these tiny little things, and it looks almost comical if you focus on it. But if, like no one's looking there. But right, right. Yeah. But just because like I I've been looking at the art for so long, I'm like, what the hell is what the hell is even that? So yeah, it's it's later. I'll, the, I'll show you guys. The art to. seems to have like really it is good. stepped up a lot, you know. And like you were saying, like there's some things that are like um, that are like. Uh, the, the action is drawn so quickly. There's so many sweeping lines and things that you almost don't know what's going on where of course, you know, a little color, you know, non manga color would help that. But, uh, but still I kind of like it sometimes because it, when the art is good anyway, because, you know, again, we, we've talked about multiple times back with the, the slug man's Damon in uh, Zondark or whatever, you know, that whole scene yeah. where the, all the wood frame comes down from the tower that they're in. That was just kind of confusing, but uh, here it's like it makes me really look like a puzzle like for what's really going on which is kind of fun but a little where's waldo for the action so um and the middle east oh, god damn it sorry salat <laughs> uh the mef middle eastern fighter <laughs> mef says uh what you'll use no stance because guts is just casually there holding his fucking sword halfway down the grip and uh and uh guts is like yeah come on anytime he doesn't give a shit you know and but it is funny because especially modern versions of uh of asian martial arts eastern martial arts are obsessed with their poses and guard you know poses stances guards positions um and uh oh also tend to be very static in them i just realized his sword is fucking different it is yeah how did i not oh yeah 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 i make (laughs) a comment somewhere later but yeah yeah. no his sword is because you you can tell most easily by looking at the cross guard (sighs) Because it doesn't look like that toothy kind of thing. He shaved it off. He shaved off the yeah, longer cross. You know, yeah, you know. he has more bulk. Well, yeah, and when he's with the band, he's like, "I love this thing," and it look yeah, it looks like the new shiny. Exactly. Huh. So I wonder if it's probably the same blade, but he might have just modified the cross. So, Maybe the yeah. the fancy cross was getting in his way or something, or or it was just too ornate for him or something. Maybe know? I'll be refreshed that maybe maybe he found a blacksmith or something or something. Right. But yeah, I I believe. And then so. So Lots just says the cool line that I said was like a festival without blood is a rather boring thing. Yes. And then he just immediately like lunges at this guy's yes. face. I, I'm I'm a sucker for like Salat's design. I think he's so cool uh, in just like 
I, I when I when I mentioned the whole King of Thieves thing in Aladdin, mm-hmm. like I just love that character archetype of like someone who's dressed really mysteriously, but they're really proficient in these like kind of deceptive arts with knives and yeah, shit. Yeah. I think that's super fucking cool. Yeah. And so like, like a dark rogue kind of character. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, and you can't see their face. Not because of a skin, just because of his kind of alignment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, the way he's drawn is very cool in this chapter too, because he's constantly like morphing between heavy eye draw like his eyes are heavily drawn mm-hmm. where you can see the people and then they're still heavily drawn but you can't see the people and right. it's just like very interchangeable yeah and he has the same kind of menacing nature which is i think very awesome but his eyes are always in predator mode like hawk mode you know yes. so he's very focused uh, but also doesn't seem it's different where he seems focused, hyper focused, but also hyper aware. He's not yeah. losing himself to some instinctive like fucking intimidation tactic. You know, I'm going to fucking get you someday, right? So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he. Uh, so you know, the Qatar is flying. Uh, Guts is dodging. Guts respects his speed. He's like, oh, this guy's quick, and he's dodging the Qatar stabs a billion times. And then <laughs> he does this fucking monkey spider-man move where he flips up to guts shoulders to like pin his hands um he does a cool thing where he like almost stops guts from being able to draw his giant sword to with his leg and then <laughs> yeah, nobody has seen this move before correct yeah <laughs> i don't think ever he's literally like bending back in a inverted c like shape yeah and like a gymnast uh, reverse back. cowgirl 69 <laughs> <laughs> yeah flipping off the diving board onto the cock like hot shots part two right, right with the diving board over the bed but uh and so he and he's like looking back at guts upside down and twisted and then i mean the art's a little messy but ultimately guts just fucking shoves him off and whacks him with his sword all in one like he shoves him off in midair hits him with the sword draws a sword and hits him in midair and the guy's fucked he's like he rolls off and he's just like he's shocked he's indignant and uh yeah. i also love the like the almost full page shot of him just flying off like some yeah. looney tunes yes. character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <"Whoa!" laughs> like turning into a ball and yeah. rolling and yeah. guts, and guts just says you might want to stick to street performing like like i love that guts is becoming confident and like a little cocky here you yeah. know he's being a little bit of an asshole he is yes. yeah totally <laughs> but so is so is a uh, prince a or whatever so yeah. they're both um, arrogant in their own way yeah so the uh, the portly tournament organizer he's very impressed with guts and he asks him you want to be part of a large scale robber hunt you know yeah. a classic <laughs> yeah. a classic robber hunt uh, you know <laughs> uh, which i mean there's got to be a cooler like like a thief's a thief's uh, hive or something yes i don't know the purging something. of the thieves yeah there you go yeah like, a thief purge or something know. or or we're hunting just say we're hunting down some thieves or something but uh but guts of course is like hey i just want to fight strong opponents i don't want to be a part of a mercenary band and we get a little um fun dictionary moment here uh here from miura and the localizers uh the organizer guy he goes oh he goes are you uh are you on peregrination and the definition says uh peregrination is a night on a journey for the sake of learning slash training which is kind of cool like i feel like in the arthurian times they would often call that like just a knight's pilgrimage yes exactly but this is specifically i guess is is it a real word i I never looked it up i would assume so yeah 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 um but uh about yeah 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 there you go uh God, what what if we had the most amazing adaptation, anime adaptation of Berserk, but it was an all Australian cast? Like yeah, it was that, all Crocodile probably, Dundee, right. 
transitioned into. And not only the cat, like that they had accents, but that they would use Australian slang. Exactly. You know, and it's like, I don't know if I could get used. I don't know. But uh, we well, get Energizer for- battery to sponsor it. <laughs> for, for those of you who know, I'm pretty sure in Smash Bros, I guess. Uh, an oh, Australian yes. accent. Yeah, yeah, that is really good. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> circling back to Smash Bros, <laughs> the character I, uh, Guts was, or Ike was inspired by. Yes. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the organizer then gives a little exposition here. He's like, yeah, these, uh, these uh, you know, uh, mur- this, this, this band of thieves, they got this crazy woman boss who's really strong, and they say can't be beat. And then he's like, you know, Guts' ears perk Guts up, and he's like, like, what? A woman? Yeah, and he, he fucking lifts the guy up or, like, grabs his collar and uh which i mean hey this this dude this jovial guy very brave and never loses his smile or like jovial attitude this whole time even when guts grabs him by the collar but um and he well, re- i think his the- name is bon oh bon yeah bon jovial yeah, bon yeah. Jovial. always yeah <laughs> uh, well i mean it really like even though he started this tournament it's really remembered for the musicians that performed at the tournament exactly. more. just a musical genius yeah. bon jovial so uh <laughs> I think we're going on a trip to kill all the band members. Right. Like, wait, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. There's another rival band out there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if they'll ever play this. A little tournament. battle of the bands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like a Jack Black fucking movie, but um, uh, <laughs> Jack Black should play this yeah, guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He reveals that the name of that, of the, the robbers they're hunting is the band of the Hawk and guts just goes, Kaska. and then we get the, a really cool little uh, piece of art on the next page, a very wide shot, almost an impressionist, like silhouette shot, high contrast where it's just shadows of guts, you know, you know, 50 feet away as he's walking away from Griffith, who's on the ground holding his wrist. Um, while the rest of the band, the hog vertical watch, for results, guts kids. Away. <laughs> um, uh, but, but also real quick as a character design thing, yes. uh, often people will say that you, the, mark of a good character design is that you'll be able to tell who they are by their silhouettes mm. and uh mm, you know it can work in a lot of situations sometimes artists just have very similar like types of silhouettes but yeah. i personally like it when it's like oh you can tell pippin's there you can tell you know rickard's there mm-hmm. you can tell you know obviously griffith with the hair uh casca is stare yeah. uh, <laughs> is, uh fair well um anyway yeah so it, on the flip cool. side we get like a hyper detailed almost like cg 3d piece of art like this like almost like this could be like a carving you'd put on your bookcase or something like that mm-hmm. uh of kind of an intertwined guts and griffith like and griffith like his hair, it looks like it's carved out of wood, or Griffith does anyway, where it's like his hair looks like branches, but then like his helmet looks really cool, has like a lot of depth to it and like reflective shine and everything like that. I always do feel though that the um the faces in these three-dimensional shots kind of suffer. They don't look as good when they're drawn on like on the covers where it's color and everything. Uh also very this cover is very reminiscent of um I think it's a nightmare on elm street for the or five the dream child or one of those were the dream warriors or whatever because it just has that like 80s movie kind of video cover like you know or like legend the tom cruise legend movie or something with guts's face like that but um like it has anyway. a soft focus yeah exactly and then you know you're picturing a lot of like swirling space yeah, colors means. behind them or something but uh some scumbags are raiding uh what they're calling the hawks hideout and the Hawks are pretty beat up. They kind of do like an establishing shot. A lot of them are all bandaged up and fucked up and everything. It's not looking good. It doesn't look like a great time 
to be remaining in the Band of the Hawk as the fugitives, especially adapting to their new leader, Harrison Ford, always on the run from Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, and you know, when we get to the water, the water pipe scene and the waterfall scene, it's going to get pretty crazy, but, uh, which is funny because the next chapter does start with the waterfall scene. <laughs> so it is like the future. No, but, um, Casca has taken leadership. Judo is bringing her food, trying to nurture her and tell her don't overdo it. You know, this, this kind of sucks that you fell into this role sort of thing. He's, he's likely the second in command right now. Yes. Yeah. Because he's Judo and he's, he's cool. <laughs> he's bringing her, and he gets to shine more in this, these chapters. So he gets more dialogue. Uh, he's bringing her some soup and Casca reveals that there's been a report found that very day that Griffith is being kept in the lowest level of the tower in Wyndham castle being tortured and that screams and moans have been heard. Maybe it's been a little kinky in there have been heard for a year, but even that stopped a month ago. So she's very scared about that. She's got tears where she's got tears welling up in her eyes because she's thinking maybe Griffith's dead. At and his point. legs are crazy long. Yes. Whose yes. legs? Oh <laughs> yes. In the drawing of Griffith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very, um, crucified kind of Jesus imagery there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but arms arm uh, very long too, I guess. If we're yes. looking at it, yeah, it's a very stylized uh, shot. But uh, he lives on a low gravity planet, right? <laughs> uh, she, um, she's she's starting to despair, and Judo says, "Hey, have a little faith in your companions, and uh, you know it sucks, but just you know, let us. You can rely on us, right?" I don't understand the part where when she he leaves the soup on the table, and then. She's about to eat the soup, or does she is is the soup drugged to put her to sleep <laughs> on purpose, or is she exhausted and passes out? I think she just finally relaxes and passes. Yeah, out. I'm like, dude, <laughs> fucking drugged. Well, <laughs> what? Like, like, did he put a, like something safe like Nyquil in there? It's like she's got to rest. She has no, to no. fucking relax. I think because he gave her the big speech and she just is like, fuck, mm. and just finally okay. gives up. She still yeah. could, so she couldn't even. Oh, she, she so she dropped her spoon yeah. without right. even really taking a bite or a you know because she's trembling so much. So, okay, yeah, <laughs> that would be funny though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to put her out. Um, Corcus, of course, Corcus, of course, Corsus is cynical as usual. Rickert is honest and hopeful as usual. Rickert's spicy this yes. chapter. <laughs> Honestly, he's he's like he does not give a fuck about. He's like, hey. Corcus, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, he's like, why are you fucking staying around if you think everything's yeah. so shitty? You know, so because yeah. he's like, we're never gonna find. And implying yeah. like, hey, like you're just gonna bring the mood down if you're exactly, just do- yeah. like, just fucking leave. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. we get a cool shot of a uh, you know, a guard on the the perimeter of the band of the hawks camp, mm-hmm. falling asleep at his post, uh, leaning up against a tree, and then we get a bright ring of light just shying through the air. Uh, and the ring just implants itself in the guard's face in a pretty gross looking thing. I mean, it's not gr- It's gross in that it looks very clean. It's so sharp and it cuts halfway through his face and, uh, uh, old Prince Salat. He's like, not even enough time for a decent reaction. It killed him so fast through his, through his brain. And, uh, it's revealed his, he's here and he's got a fucking crew of European guys behind him. Uh, and I guess we're presuming that the jovial man took the second place competitor to lead the robber, the large scale robber hunt, um, an LSRH, as we all know. But um, <laughs> well, he did mention he was uh, gathering knights because right, like the, the whole, whole point. point of this tournament mm. was to gather knights. You're right. Yes. And so it's a lot was one of those quote unquote knights. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, he, and because he was basically 
the winner except for guts right. it would make sense that he's leading it yeah uh but yeah they're about to go crazy on these poor guys like, well and i and i love the pacing here because like mir is like okay we introduced this fucking cool character he already had a cool fight you know he's got unique shit going on very different from guts and then let's actually make him interact with our other main characters like immediately and yeah. so like if this was game of thrones or now the post game of thrones world of shows he'd be introduced somewhere across the entire continent in like the first season and then season five the two cool characters yeah. actually fight or meet or team up or whatever you know it's like yeah. they just like fucking and he's in this series for a long long time <laughs> like he really likes this character a lot so um but uh he wants to test the band of the hawks fighting prowess so again very similar to guts who just wants to fight strong fighters and um uh casca immediately comes out uh, with the surprise attack happening and she's fucking on point she's like oh units this go here unit this go there we got to open up this fucking like, the southern entrance of the forest or whatever and get all the injured fucked up people on wagons and stuff and burn them no she doesn't say burn them but uh <laughs> we got to cut weight <laughs> got to get out yeah eat them <laughs> they want to eat us feed it to them <laughs> <laughs> they want a barbecue we'll get yeah. my goddamn barbecue <laughs> we'll stab them in the back yeah, she just starts forward. assuming everyone's a cannibal right. and then just <laughs> <laughs> like what get the barrels thinking? of ketchup you get the barbecue the famous Catapult the largest yeah, members first baby <laughs> make them tasty make them real tasty casca <laughs> i'm getting kind of hungry too mm. shut the fuck up corcus um <laughs> he then uh oh sorry the uh salad is impressed by her rumored military prowess he's like oh i'd heard that she was a you know strong leader or whatever she's instantly reacting to the surprise attack and uh but then he he announces that he's going to kill her and you know his his goal is to take the leader's head and everyone will just you know the the, the followers will just stop and surrender so uh casca holds her own really well uh fighting salat so uh he's very surprised actually and she even she's got some acrobatics of her own which is cool that that was already established like that would have seemed kind of cheesy if it's like oh casca can cartwheel and flip away but it's like shown it a bunch of times so yeah, she did that crazy adon move where yes. she just like cat like jumped from her sword and then like backflipped oh, yes. and slashed him yes which was like really cool yeah <laughs> uh so they're it was like I, really cool guys. i was like i was like you know why is there so much of her ass in this chapter yeah. too like damn <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on <laughs> she oh yeah she has her full pantaloons in this uh, chapter i guess which is the same but um uh he does get the best of costco though because she's like holy shit how does he move this fast? And he uh, he does like a scissor. You know, he, he plunges his guitars into the ground next to her head and he's going to scissor her head off if uh, she doesn't surrender before he counts to three. And this fucking part, uh, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to reveal my favorite line, but my favorite line is just one word four. Yeah. When, when Guts fucking sneaks up behind him. I mean, Guts doesn't really sneak too much, but uh, is up behind him while yeah. he's distracted. It's and because he's like one, two, three, and you're one, and it keeps cutting to like, oh god, is Pippin gonna get there and do it? Is Rickard gonna get there and save her? And it's like, and then it's just guts right behind him. Yeah, four, and then he just fucking kicks him in the fucking back, like the upper back. Yeah, and he flies like fifteen, twenty feet. And it reminds me of uh, <laughs> you guys, uh, you know the the line, the witch in the wardrobe, the Narnia mm -hmm. movie, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, 
there's this one slow-mo scene in the final battle mm-hmm. where like Peter sees Edmund just go down like mid fight mm-hmm. and then it, everything uh, well. goes in fucking slow-mo and then it's like <laughs> duh, 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 duh. Yeah. and like the 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 music starts playing yeah, yeah. and Peter's just fucking running past that's what it like when I saw like Judo and Pip and they're like oh yeah, shit yeah. Casca no yeah. Get over there. They're, they're all and, activated. They don't care about strategy. They just got to go help. You yeah, know, but friend, then they're know. not going to get there in time. But right. then Guts is like, good job, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, a little interesting point about Salat that makes him, again, a cool character is that he's not really in this to just carry out the deed of like, hey, kill these Hawk members. All right. the other people are just going for the kill. Yeah. He's asking her. He's saying, hey, make your people surrender. Mm-hmm. Basically saying the fight is won by me. I am better than you. Right. That's what he's wanting. Here. Yeah. He's wanting to win a fight. He's not trying to kill somebody. Yeah. So yeah, like honestly, if she would have said, hey, like, like I can trust this guy because he's very transparent with his words, mm-hmm. which I think is a very cool thing to give to someone who's very like otherwise masked up. Right, right, like, right. You can't tell what he's emoting very much. So yeah. he's like very descriptive. Also, but, And it's also Mira being fairly progressive in even though he's you know you clearly this guy's a cutthroat he doesn't seem like evil like he seems like a bad guy but he doesn't seem evil you know what i mean like and so he seems like you can trust in some ways like what he's going right exactly yeah so um comes in there boom yeah yeah kicks kicks his ass across the field and uh (laughs) first thing he says to casca and i mean first off he's drawn as a god like he you can't even see his facial features like there's divine light shining behind him um and very different divine light from the usual like um fast running anime character like where it's like (laughs) and you just see like the angle from below and there's just like orange sunburst behind him or whatever but this is like very like savior guts and he looks like he's you know fucking 30 percent stronger and beefier and taller now like maybe not 30 percent taller but you know what i mean he's he's like fully mature four inches you know? longer yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's thicker and wider right yeah <laughs> thicker and wider god i fucking hate those ads um but um uh yeah he's a guy looking down and he says he says don't let some street performer do you in come on pull yourself together unit commander <laughs> and this is their their re-meet cute uh he's smiling down at her she looks up in awe as the fugitives chapter ends and the fighter begins also casca's backstory if we remember what happened she was uh you know when she was a kid yes right and griffith comes in on his fucking horse yeah and he's like throws down his sword and like the first thing guts said it, it's not like hey i'm here to save you it's like no like get up yeah you're gonna fight right like it, and i think that's very cool because it's yeah. like that mirror of she's looking up in awe at griffith she's looking up in awe at guts this time yeah. and we'll see later where you know judo's like she was calling your name right. as well as griffith's yeah i mean casca's like, a oh. really a really great like both like inversion and reversion then recursion of like a damsel in, dis- in distress, like because in regurgitation, <laughs> she's well, those extra four inches, you're gonna gag. So. Uh, but uh, like she, you know, she, it's you know, Mira is trying to not do the damsel in distress thing. It's part of her character arc that she struggles and kind of hates that she has, you know, quote like female limitations, right, compared to everyone else. But she's mm-hmm. that also makes her stronger because she works even harder, right? And so, yes. But then you have these moments where she's in awe and yes, yeah, a big, strong male, even Griffith too, a big, strong male saves her. But both of them immediately are like, Hey, you fuck, you fucked up or got in a bad situation, but come on, get your ass up. I know you can do this. Like, you know, and, and they're empowering her as opposed to, uh, saying, come on, get on my back and 
you know, sit yeah. on my face right now, but it's like, get on my back and I'll, we'll run out of here or something like yeah. that. You know? So, um, and, and so everyone is doing the, the classic, like Indian soap opera reaction. It cuts to every yeah. single person. Yes. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. <laughs> guts, 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 uh, guts. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're all noticing that guts is there yeah. and yeah. big, you know, uh, um, well about to be a big tearful unit, but so the fighter begins the chapter of the fighter. Not the, what is it, the Christian Bale movie <laughs> was the fighter or something like that. But uh, the band is obviously happy to see them. But uh, Salat is recognizing, it's all starting to, the pieces are falling into place for Salat. He's like, oh, he's like, you're that hundred man killer. And you were the, you were the Hawks Raiders captain and all that stuff. So he pulls out two chakram and he asks Guts, he's like, hey, you ever fucking seen these before? You think you can defeat them? And, and Guts says... Uh, so your next feat's ring tossing, which I right. thought was fucking awesome too. And he's like, you really do remind me of a street performer. <laughs> and uh, this it continues to just be anime AF here. Uh, Judo recognizes the chakram because he was, you know, part of a, probably a multi-cultural. Traveling band. Exactly. Yeah. Traveling, roaming band of rogues. Um, and quick and, sword report thing for Judo. Yes. When he says chakram. Uh, Damn near killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's, he's actually doing, cause he, he has two, it looks like short daggers or sabers. Yes. Uh, and he's doing a really good, uh, you know, essentially letting the enemy's sword slide off of one while he attacks with the other. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which of course he could just do that with one, but it's, I guess, accelerated when you have two. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was cool because that's something that you'd very much see. Like he's stepping offline, you know, getting his vitals away from, <laughs> Sorry. You know where the sword is traveling, and yes. then let it using his own sword as kind of a, a sliding shield in a way. Yeah, he goes so, to basically from a, cool. a hanging point guard, and and that kind of he allows it to morph as he moves and and sets it aside into the guard of Zornhut in German, the guard of wrath, because it's kind of going behind him. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it's a guard that people see in our manuals, and they're like, why the fuck would you just stand there like this? And it's like, well. You're not just standing there like this. This happens organically, but they're yeah. showing you this is a possible way to move with this. See thing what they were reasons. lacking in all those manuals was the mo- anime motion lines right, that are happening exactly, for judo. Yes. If yeah. they put those in, people right. would realize, oh, obviously, yes. <laughs> yeah. The little, what were po- they the little points of impact, the little bursts of you know yeah. energy or whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, but he says like judo's like like guts. Those are fucking chakram. They're like sharp. They can hurt you and, uh, and change direction. And yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. These are like much less like boomerangs and just kind of like, they seem to be sentient drones that he's controlling yeah. with his mind. And he just kept yelling. I come in peace. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And someone with a shirt that says, peace. Yes. well, it's from a dumb movie where a guy, an alien shoots CDs. Yes. Like, fly all over the place <laughs> uh and yeah so uh, salat says once they fly off these fingers they go to take off your head and become angel halos which that like you are doing the could, accent yeah, yeah like maybe maybe uh well it's like i'm trying to do like no i know i know not an accent but just more of a regal kind of i don't know right but i because also he probably would just sound like griffith because you know skinny guy sounds like griffith but um it'd be funny because like i feel like they've done that in like an anime of some sort but like just having the character say a bunch of shit but then it's he's completely muffled so you can't tell what the fuck he's saying the whole time and now in a post-covid world we know that masks definitely do 
uh muffle your voice a bit so um if you allowed the commies to make you wear one of them things i never did not once i killed 17 people with my disease um so they fly like these sentient boomerangs uh they're you know are they going to become an angel halo for guts here no guts just fucking catches them on his fingers and his sword (laughs) sword. oh yeah sword pommel and his finger which is fucking awesome and He's like, he's like, oh, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, maybe two or three, two or three more of these, I'd be in trouble or something. But, um, and then Salat's like, well, then I'll add two or three more, and he pulls out these fucking steel dance ribbon swords. So it's like five, like, like, um, aluminum foil mixed with like a like a uh, mummy attack. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> but like but i'm picturing like the sound that like you know people that play the yeah, hawaiian saw like the yeah. like that kind of shit as they're flying around and everything but then i'm also picturing will ferrell from right right yeah <laughs> uh, old school or back old school i think yeah old school <laughs> yeah will ferrell in back to school was rodney yeah. Dangerfield, uh <laughs> in old school where he's doing the the, the, the ribbon, dance. ribbon dance in like the you know olympic style tournament or whatever but um i also think it's funny that gus just He's like, hey, like this, and he just throws him, yeah. and he completely fucks. Him. Yeah, he's like, whoops, like <laughs> just going completely different directions. Yeah, you do not know where they're. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he busts these out. He says all this shit about them, and he and he says, "Drink of it deeply," like like all these these great you know very anime lines. And I'm also guessing that like these lines are you know sayings in his home language that don't quite make sense in translation. But I think Mira is doing that on purpose. You know what I mean? This is his unique kind of cultural way of talking. And Guts says, you even talk like an entertainer, (laughs) which is funny. Uh, And he keeps boasting about his skill this whole time. And he's like, he's got each of these has five blades that I can control independently. And (laughs) they move like whips and cut like a weasel slash. And I like, cracked up when i see something they cut like a weasel slash I'm yeah like, i was like that, that uh, must yes. be a saying because yes. there's there's no way <laughs> a classic weasel slash when oh. we think of the sharpest animal claws we think of a weasel slash you know i yeah. said it yesterday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so that i mean that does sound like a hair metal band or something like or a spoof of a hair metal band, weasel slash he's treating um, it like the the uh i believe i forgot if it was Jujutsu Kaisen or Naruto or some it was some like shown in anime where yeah. they said oh if you explain your ability mm-hmm. it becomes stronger or something <laughs> that's like so that's wow. that was their reason for why people literally uh, explain this is my uh, winjitsu yeah. move that's and like I, their, that's like their meta commentary on why all shonen animes do that shit kind or, of maybe thing. it was chainsaw man I don't know. It was it was one of the oh, more I I recent ones. That. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was Chainsaw Man, but yeah, they they were. And it saying, was supposed to be serious, not like a, as a joke or something. Not making fun. No, of they them. they were just saying like that's why it happens. Wow. It might have been my hero. I'm not sure. Okay, I, I, it's one of the fucking. Well, books. you would know. You were the voice actor. For I was. Yeah, yeah. Week, so. you read six seasons. Yeah. Only for yeah. the high pitched parts, though. <laughs> they <Yeah>. brought <laughs> it. Well, yeah. man, that's why it's it sounds so disconcerting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this part's cool where, uh. Guts is getting those little weasel slashes. And he even is like, huh, it is like a weasel slash because he gets his cheek <laughs> is bleeding. weasel slash. Am I right, guys? And he's, yeah. he's licking the, 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 blo- the blop of drud, the drop of blood. <laughs> and Casca's like, all right, we got to get the fuck out of here. And they're like, come on, but what about Guts? And she's like, he doesn't need help when he has that look in his eyes. <laughs> like, which is cool that just she's just so confident that, oh, he's going, he's going demon mode here. And um, he's going Burke mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Guts then 
kind of gets a, a safe distance away and takes a very low stance, which uh, he is mocked for by Salat. Well, you're taking that low stance at that distance? He's like, you can't even touch me, blah, blah, He's like, fine, I'll begin the dance of ten blades. And so he's doing this crazy whirlwind attack. Uh, now, I will say, this fight scene in the Golden Age arc trilogy from 2012, 13 or whatever is a really cool scene. It's like, it's like, you know, I mean, this is cool, whatever, but it's like superior just because the, the motionality of all this and the, the animation quality in those is really, they're, you know, kind of movie quality anime yes. as opposed to show quality. So really cool. They, that scene's in a lot of like, um, uh, amateur edited music videos for the Susumu Hirasawa, like for the soundtrack, you know, they'll like put that in there mm. on everything. But, um, also, because I think Susumu Hirasawa, one of the songs is about Salat. Like, it's about this fight. Uh, so it has that little bit of, like, Middle Eastern kind of flair to it and everything. I can't remember which one it is. But hmm. um, anyway, uh, this is also just a classic, you know, fucking scene where these these blades are dancing around uh, in a fucking whirlwind. And Guts just jams his sword tip into the ground, kind of puts the flat towards um, Salat. And then he makes his own big fucking dust whirlwind and just like shoves this air and dust at him. Yeah. And very anime <laughs> where Salak goes, what? Air pressure. Like, yeah. oh, thanks for explaining. You know, <laughs> for those who have played League of Legends, the character Yasuo has an ability called wind wall. It looks exactly mm. like this. So, yeah, probably taken from this. But um, uh, and then Guts then goes up to him. Um, uh, but he, you know, uh, Salat pulls out his guitars very quickly. Guts is like, oh, you switch weapons then the, in the, on the fly. That's pretty cool. And, uh, but it doesn't matter because Guts cuts at his face. The very tip of his sword cuts from his forehead, uh, down to his kind of nose bridge and cuts his, uh, hood, his kind of, uh, head wrap on. Yes. And we see his face is a very unhealthy looking man. He's got a very, uh, he's look alien like. Yes, exactly. Yeah, very, very gray alien, almost, almost elfish. Uh, has a five head for sure. Um, yeah. Well, but, we've we've already seen like a, a, his arms and legs are unnaturally thin. Like yeah. his super spindly. When he's standing, just like straight up, his his two legs look thinner combined than the size of Guts's one leg. Right. Like, it's it's very very thin. But yeah. he's still able to use you know his agility and all of this stuff to work, but right. not enough. Also, his whole dagger thing is completely fucking useless. The whole point of it is to trap a sword. Yeah. And there's no way yeah. they're trapping <laughs> Guts's sword. Yes. He just he lost before he began. Yeah. Like that's that's unfortunate. Um, but, uh, yeah, he knows he's lost. He's not happy about it. And he gets his men to retreat. So he gets the hell out of there. And the fighter chapter ends. And our final chapter of the night, comrades in arms begins. Um, also cool artwork there too. Uh, begins with Koska and guts, just staring at each other after everything is settled down. And yes. what does, what does guts say to Koska? Uh, but just, Yo, hey, yo. usually does. Yo. Yo. I'm going down to the shore. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like a very like Stallone esque yo that I hear him say. Um, and then, of course, the band of the hawk runs over for a tear filled reunion. Uh, and I said, oh, <laughs> I forgot about this. Guts his first thing, uh, just like my dad would say, after not seeing someone a long time or hearing someone's name he hasn't heard in a long time. He just he, to Rickard. He just says, "Oh, still alive, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, anytime I would like, my dad would ask about a friend or whatever. He's like, "Hey, what's going on with him? Is he still alive?" Like, not just how's he doing or anything, but it's they're either dead or they're alive and you know able to 
provide Pino with some entertainment or whatever, but um, satisfies curiosity, uh, a la hot buns. But um, that's another story. <laughs> uh, he gives a thumbs up to everyone <laughs> of the main hawkers because Judo kind of gives him a thumbs up and ex- uh, except Corcus because Corcus is huffing and puffing and on his huffy bike behind a tree. He's very, you know, he never liked guts. He's very sour that he's back. And Casca ignores him though and uh, demands that they just get the hell out of there they're like hey they could come back anytime we got to move uh before dawn so they they get out of that area and um uh and later they seem to have settled into another area already and uh reveals to guts rickert reveals to guts that griffith he gives him kind of the um exposition that guts need he catches him up he's like yeah we've been on the run for a year uh they've had griffith captured he was really depressed and fucked up after you left and um uh and judo's like don't don't say it's because of him yeah, it's and not him it's yes, like yeah yeah it's because of you guys yeah, probably yeah, yeah. he's not trying to be mean-spirited like corcus would mm. but he <laughs> he's a and, kid yeah. yeah and it's weird because like that sounds like something corcus would say intentionally mean but then yes. corcus is like i gotta be contrary so right. it definitely isn't because of you yeah, guts yeah. that he's like that yeah. like it's like what <laughs> yeah he's like don't get your don't get don't let your head all you know get all yeah, swollen because yeah. you destroyed the band of the hawk single-handedly by stopping being griffith's friend you know basically yeah. like, don't like, uh, okay dude. don't feed a zeke right <laughs> uh and god i keep going back to the same spot uh corcus is a dick of course and judo confirms that the band of the hawk is only about one fifth the size of what guts left behind he also confirms kind of how casca got to be the leader so we because we left her with uh you know arrows fucking the coming ambush. right at her yes and yeah the and they did actually go into her yes. which is like the crazy thing she had five arrow wounds she never passed out from them and judo says well pretty much after that kind of badass move we all approved her unanimously as the, <laughs> unanimously as the leader yeah. And, uh, and then, but judo keeps, you know, harping. He's like, but it kind of sucks for her that she's like, kind of, you know, it's not, he's like, we chose her, but I mean, who there, he's like, who else could it be? And now she has all this yeah. responsibility for kind of the worst version of the Hawk, which kind of sucks, you know? So, um, but yeah, he, he also reveals to guts that, that, that very day they've received the Intel about Griffith's whereabouts. So, which also, um, I, I always thought this when I was, when I was reading this for the first time, when I was watching it for the first time, I'm like, why the fuck? Did it take them this long mm-hmm. to find out information? Yes. Like they, you would think with the kind of uh, you know previous uh, you know nobility rank that they had had that they had probably already had a couple people in the castle on their side, right. like loyal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, why the fuck would they need spies to take that long? A fucking year, bro. Like right. I, I know it's supposed to have to do with Griffith's character arc, right? And obviously, like obvious reasons for that. But like, just logistically, I, they should have been able to get through it earlier. Yeah, it's one of those things where I feel that, and adding into your point, also the day that guts comes back. Like I think this is all supposed to be up to the power of the laws of causality ruling, uh, ruling everything. Like it's, it, it, it seems like it could, it's almost ridiculous or absurd to the point that it could only be the grand forces of destiny, putting all these people and pieces together for all this shit to happen, you know? So the part of me that still like had that hope, like I want Griffith to be fine and okay. Like was like, like, I want to be hot again. Like, just, just, you know, get in there. Yeah. Like, fucking save his ass, yeah. right? Like, but, yeah. Ryan said to himself oh, oh, well. as he leaned in to kiss Griffin. <laughs> get in there. Come on. Just do it's it. Your only man. chance. Um, but uh, I do like Judo's line where he's like, hey, everyone that's left, though, 
did it because they chose to be. So they're all, everyone that's here is like a hawk to the core, which I thought was kind of a sweet, touching line. Uh, even fucking Gaston comes back. I might be skipping or something ahead. Gaston was like but a little before that. Yeah, he, yeah. he comes back and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, what about your fucking clothing shop, Gaston? And he's like, eh. After a couple months, they fucking it just frustrated me, so I just left. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I came back because this, you know, feels like home, whatever. So also, um, if we get to see first uh, Stubfoot of, after Judo says everyone's a hawk in their core. Oh yeah, uh, it's not in the most core. egregious one though because the <laughs> next page. Oh my god! Oh yes, yeah. This, now I know this you're talking little about. tiny yes. thing. Yeah, what yeah. the? It, it looks comical because yes. the top of the boot is so massive, right? And like we've seen this boot before. It's the one that Guts wears in his uh, fancy outfit. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like higher up before. Like this yes. has just been rolled down so yeah, much, yeah. and his foot is so small. <laughs> like I, I'm just imagine like this massive dude, but like the I mean, tiniest. The I don't know. <laughs> between Valencia and and Guts here. I mean, this is kind of Jenko jeans, you know, motif throughout this. I don't know. I can't remember when this was published. Is that, I think it was still early to mid nineties and Jenko's weren't really till like later nineties kind of thing. I they think. were like early. Yeah, no, they were like full. I think the full 90s because they were like rave culture. So, oh, like that's true. Yeah, yeah. Early mm, to devil late. stick culture. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Tim and Eric thing where they're wearing the fucking Jenko and right <laughs> things doing the devil stick. Uh, but um, man, devil sticks were really fun uh, for a time. But uh, I was like obsessed with those for like three or four months after we got him for Christmas. Yeah, I, I got pretty <laughs> Uh But anyway, so they asked Guts, hey, did you find whatever the fuck it was you've been looking for and why you left? Like, and, what are you even and doing? And fucked us there? all over, basically. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and he's like, I went up to the mountains to basically, he doesn't say high altitude training, but he he went up to the mountains to do training because, of course, you go up there, altitude, you know, the air is thinner. And if you train up there, like athletes still do to this day, uh, or they have the altitude masks, which reduce the oxygen by certain percentages. It can make your lungs more efficient so that when you're back down at sea level or closer to it, you're like, again, it, it's like Goku taking off the weighted clothes, you know, the whole, he's wearing them the whole time. And then you're like, oh shit, no, he has you know, 80 pounds less than him or whatever. But, um, and yeah, and Guts looks like he's been, he, he did some Rocky four training up there in the snow. He's throwing logs around shit like that. I'm sure he was doing the, uh, throwing his log around where he, well, cause remember how there was like scenes at Wyndham castle where he had like logs strapped to the sword you know so i'm right. sure he was doing that kind of thing and uh and he, they said did you find whatever you you were looking for and he was like basically he says nah i still just found i like like swinging this sword you know he he, it's more eloquent than that. he's like the only thing that still feels true to me is swinging this you know so there's no other answers it is just my nature yes exactly yeah it's just my nature and so which is like cool in one sense but um, I mean, this, the, his kind of journey isn't quite finished here. Um, but, uh, but it is, kind of, it, it is not saying funny, but it's comical in the sense that it's like, it's still just me swinging that fucking sword. And they're all like, kind of like Cork is like, Oh, that's all he ever felt. So, so like you left me. for that. Exactly. Yeah, that's where it's like, okay, you left and now you're just doing the same shit. Yeah. Cool. Now you're just you stronger. And, so you went off to go fight dudes. Like you could have just done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know but um but you know regardless is like you know what i'm a homie and then guts is like yeah i get it, yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. he, he has that like look on his face a little smirk on there oh yeah because judo says uh he, he says you know when he says nothing feels true other than swinging the sword it's just my nature and then judo goes if you can say that with a straight face then well done <laughs> like yeah. kind of making fun of him and then guts smiles kind of wryly back at him yeah he's and, like welcome back raiders captain corcus yes. of course is just being again contrary yeah <laughs> rickard's even like corcus like chill yeah. the fuck yeah. out <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, i also yeah. i i 
it's not a critique really i guess it is it's just a mild irritation i do not like that gaston looks like corcus's brother you know like he's <laughs> he is drawn like an True. identical character with just a shorter nose like he looks exactly the same otherwise. the only thing that i can tell is like the lo- the hair the ponytail that's yes. how i recognize exactly gaston. <laughs> exactly yes yeah. but um i mean that's my wife's whole life she really only recognizes hairstyles if you are two twins and you have everything you're identical twins but you you had your old hair and then you have you know the other you has this hair yeah she'd be like they're not brothers what are you talking about like she's kind of face blind in oh, some way so um, I, used, I used to be like that when i was a kid too like if someone changed their hair i'd be like yeah. where, where are they <laughs> where'd they go or, or like it was even worse because sometimes a kid like when you're really little they would like wear the same fucking shirt yes and yeah, then yeah. they'd change their shirt one day which is very normal but yeah. i'd be like where the fuck is yeah. johnny like, wait where's johnny's cum shirt yeah I only recognize him with all the stains and dried crusties on there. Um, and the smell, of course, that always drew me to Johnny. <laughs> Just go for it. <laughs> you already blew your shot with Griffith. You blew your shot because you blew your shot all over Griffith before you even kissed because you were too fucking hard. One for, for the Jarkai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that a thing, guys. I'm going to make it a thing. Yeah, you can make a Jarkive account. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you and Steve can collab. He can, he can have, right. dude, where's my jar? And you're the jar. Yeah. He's a jark of this. Jark of the Covenant. The since jark we're doing of, oh, yeah, jark, stuff. oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so they all oh, actually, yeah, there is the Gaston moment right there. Yes, but, yeah, yeah. Close, uh, whatever, close enough. Yeah, so he has a little reunion with him. So it's weird because we've never seen Gaston and Corcus in the same right. frame. Isn't that odd? Very cartoony. Um, like Gaston, this is a very specific reference, but Gaston looks like. He comes from the Rankin and Bass cartoon of Frosty the Snowman. Rankin and Bass famous for being like the the stop motion animators of the old Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer special that's on you know, Christmas yeah. every year. But the the um, Frosty the Snowman, standard 2D animation, but he looks directly out of that if anyone knows what I'm talking about. But hmm. very again, a lot I've of seen it, but I don't know if I remember yeah. that. A lot of cart, just general cartooniness, like American Western cartooniness, in a lot of ways here. So yeah, um, but mixed with very good like lighting and shadowing and you know tone and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, so Judo, uh, yeah, gives the story of how she pushed herself hard, uh, and she was in a coma after getting um, you know, hit by five arrows after the battle was over, and as she was recovering. She was calling out to both Griffith, and then he says to Guts, and you, you know, so, so Guts too. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's like, and he's like, she's always pushed herself too hard, but there's nothing we can do. Like he even says we can do, and he's like, but you can. Yeah. And so trying to push him over to Casca, who's kind of sneaking a look. Uh, she's, you know, she's some few dozen feet away talking to other guys. And but she's like looking back at Guts as he looks over to her. They all drink in a party until the morning dawn. And Guts is doing his classic, you know, cool guy tree, pensive. Yeah, you know, kind of reminiscent of the the bond, the campfire of dreams or bonfire. Of yes, dreams, one of those he's doing. Joey he's doing the young Joey in his. Uh, yeah, yes, the young <laughs> Joey when he got his bomber jacket and he gelled his hair for the first time. And on a Saturday or Sunday, it was a weekend morning. Got up at probably five thirty to do his gelled hair and wear his new bom- leather bomber jacket. Uh, went took Damn. his bike and walked to the tree that was two houses over uh, in front of uh, you know on the, it was a sidewalk tree that came up from a little planter thing and in the hopes that my neighbor friends would come out and see how cool I looked <laughs> and I right. stood there for probably an hour and a half 
in, and not not remembering it's way too early. It's a weekend. People are yeah, sleeping. No one's out and about. And they're watching cart. Even if they're up, they're watching cartoons. They're not walking around the streets. But I just couldn't yeah. wait. So did they ever come out? No, I literally walked back inside because it was just boring. <laughs> and you just looked in the mirror and said, "You're cool. You're garbage. You're garbage." <laughs> And I punch the mirror till my yeah more hair <laughs> to the Joker music. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> yeah, yeah, I screamed. You get what you fucking deserve as I punch the mirror. Uh, you blast your own brains out. And then I drank. I was forced to drink the entire like gallon canister of Depp, and I turned into gel face instead of clay face. Like, in well, and then you became Joey Depp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, where's where's my? Have gel find the gel's always gone. <laughs> Why is the depth always gel always gone? Why is the me always gone? Uh, do you remember the days of like the neon colored depth gel? I think that was before your time, yeah. but they did come back like five years ago at Target, and then now they're gone again because I think they tried to do a little. Well, then there's like this like topic ape stuff that you can get now. That's oh, really? It's like two dollars, and it's mm. like again ape stuff. Which I don't know. It's like ape gel. Yeah, I don't know about. When I was looking, like searching, like just the deodorant section and stuff, they have like oh yeah. It looks weird. Mm, not, it looks like it's glue or something. So I looked up ape gel. <laughs> no, that's that's what. Oh, it's gorilla snot. Or gorilla, gel. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> it's it's very oh. strangely marketed. It's moco de gorilla gorilla snot gel. Oh, I was and, say uh, the Latino community. <laughs> the scent is punk. When I was little, I used wow. to think moco was a real like English word because oh, like my no. I actually I have a Nicaraguan grandma. Mm. And it's like half the shit she says is mm. just like. I just took it as like a real thing, which yeah. <laughs> is very weird if you if you're watching the stream because I don't any really yeah. <laughs> probably, but yeah. Ryan, uh, you have my grandson. You have uh, mocos uh, los grande in your notes. Yeah. Uh, mocos de penis. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I learned it from you, Grandma. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Guts is doing his somber tree stand, and Casca simply comes by, and she just says, "Come with me," or she says, "Come with." me for a bit and then that's the end of comrades in arms the little the little sneak peek next on the next page shows a waterfall that's uh, pretty iconic for the the scenes coming ahead um but uh yeah that's it for the chapter breakdown of these four chapters um favorito yeah. moco we have a favorite your favorite snot <laughs> your um, favorite line but uh, yeah what's your favorite line i already revealed mine it was when guts says four from behind also pretty risky of guts to say four right to hold <laughs> out that yeah he's not <laughs> Yeah, like why would he not step in earlier? Yeah, you think he would have said three, right? Because so, on three, usually like the person does the thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. But he, he like waited. He was like the people who do rock paper scissors. They're like rock paper scissors shoot, and then they fucking go. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? You're supposed to go on the last word. <laughs> anyway, my hands all wet because you fucking shooted before you showed your hand. Um. So but, what was your favorite line? Yes, Steve. Uh, there was something I was looking at was mid-fight, and I can't find it. But um, other than that, I think it was the, there's no other answers. It's just my nature. So him saying he finally found his peace in yes. swinging the sword, which, cool, he did that. But then also, again, classic, why'd you have to blow it for everyone if that's what you needed? But sometimes you just need to clear your head a little bit and not yeah, worry about what others will be doing based on your own needs and whatever. Right. It's, it's like, cause he's totally being honest, which is great, but it all in the, in context, it seems selfish. Like it seems anticlimactic where it's like, 
they were hoping that he would come back and say, I started my own mercenary band or right, I fucking, right. you know, set up a clothing shop to rival Gaston's or whatever. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we kept going and cutting the tags off his clothes. And that's why he was frustrated and left yeah. his clothing shop. <laughs> um, but uh, also we swapped the mediums with extra large. <laughs> <laughs> the returns were driving him batty. Uh, I, I was shocked. Someone didn't say, yeah, you're probably a lot lo- alone, a lot with your piece up there. Huh? Wait, did Ryan go? No, I wasn't. I was just. Oh, I, you said I was something. just okay. doing side right, side ranting. I was Ray Santing. Okay, Ray Santos. I went to high school with a kid named <laughs> Ray Santos. I kind of already alluded to it, but I liked the one where uh, Silat says uh, a festival without blood is a rather boring thing mm-hmm. uh, because of the context mainly for yeah. that one. But yeah, I also Lots liked when he said lines. "rebel scum." I liked when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lots of great lines. I mean, dialogue heavy, action heavy. And I feel like I say this every other episode, which is a compliment, like that the art seems to have leveled up again, you know? Boring, so, boring. Yeah. uh, but, um, yeah, we, uh, we have, we, we've talked a lot of sword report stuff. We gave you a little history on Qatar's again. There's no such thing as an Urum, at least in the way that it's depicted here. Um, but cool that, you know, we finally saw some, uh, uh, other countryed weapons here um yeah and a little bit more of a you know east meets west eats meets west fighting um yes and uh griffith observatory yeah perhaps? griffith Observatory. there we go so what did griffith do wrong or right in this chapter even though he wasn't in this uh but uh i'm gonna just uh blurt it out yeah. uh he should not have stopped moaning all right when right. he was in there <laughs> You got to let the world know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let your freak flag fly. Yes. I also wondered if the moaning was from the torturer, like, cause maybe he's going like, Oh, as he's like doing all of this horrible stuff to him. Cause he seems to get off on it, you know, but yeah, no, I, I have a feeling it's just a translation thing because it's just, just kind of like the, ah, or the, yes. Yeah, exactly. it's probably like, like a, like a sad ghost in yeah. there. Just like, Oh, yes. you know, um, but what about yes. you, Steve? Uh, yeah, I don't know what he did right or wrong. I guess he got yeah arrested in the band of Hawk. He, <laughs> he taught the band of Hawk well enough how to survive. And that's stay. a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One fifth of them anyway. Like the, the cool, well, yeah, the hardcore I mean, hawks. Right, right. I mean, hardcore hawking. Uh, you guys are missing the obvious. He he allowed his legs and arms to grow too long. I think. I think yeah, I think Steve. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What is he doing, Mister Fantastic? I mean, that's torture for the torturer, you know. There, but uh, and also on a more morbid note, that might actually be a two-scale picture, right? You, yeah, you could argue uh, that. Yeah, maybe he's all stretched out or whatever. We've seen a lot of the, the wheel type thing. Yeah, so, yeah. I hate torture. I hate it. <laughs> Anti torture. Go on record, guys. I hate torture. Yeah, <laughs> I love. I love ISIS. Yeah. And I hate torture. That's my, yeah. And the only torture I love is waiting in line for that icy and the anticipation. That icy headache. Sweet icy syrup. It's like the fucking Joe Biden line where he's, where he's like, someone's like, oh, like Mr. Mr. President, what would you say to the blah, blah, blah? Like the people who are like calling you out. And he's like, tell him to eat some chocolate, chocolate chip ice cream. (laughs) It's just like, okay, sure. Uh, I love ices and I hate, yeah. Yeah. Sir, 9-11 is starting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, cute. <laughs> uh, who was wow. so annoying that Rickert needed to slap him? Yes. Or her, or they in this chapter? Yes. Uh, squatty guy trying to battle guts to go die, basically. 
Oh, the pigman the guy earlier. Yeah, because yes. it's like, come on, dude, you're gonna lose. Yes. You have no chance. Just like that's good. Even ending that sentence with "okay," <laughs> like he literally is okay. Come on, it was my turn. Okay, <laughs> let me in there, boss. Very, very whiny. Yeah, come on, man. What about you, Ryan? Uh, I was almost gonna say Rickert needs to slap himself <laughs> just because <laughs> he's being, he's being a little bit. I mean, he's kind of digging in the guts a little bit yeah. without, of course, knowing because Rickert's is Rickert is very, you know, innocent still. But I got four inches longer, too. <laughs> Rickert gets four inches longer by the chapter. All right. right? Yeah. He's, he's going to be massive at uh, the end of this. His armor uh, is just made out of his own dick with yes. lacquer on the outside. <laughs> but he's been he's been kind of, you know, pushing a little bit at guts when honestly, I feel like it's fair to say, like my point of like, why the fuck have the band of the hawk? not saved griffith by now right. like why have they not like it's not just on guts being gone and yeah. i could understand the whole griffith being gone but he him saying like oh well, why didn't you come back sooner it's like well bro he was out there you know swinging his sword yeah. doing absolutely yeah. fucking nothing like <laughs> yeah, that he was strapping be... logs to it and stuff yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so i i don't know maybe rickard <laughs> uh this is a side question it doesn't really matter but like guts went out there with a, what a small bag and I, apparently two outfits maybe like because he had his snow <laughs> outfit and maybe he brought his you know bag with his, his normal street is like his blue muscle shirt and you know his mm-hmm. uh his pants but like his white beater yeah is he uh is he fucking stinking up there like how was it was he washing in a frozen lake up there you know oh, what no, i mean Griffith like, taught him how to walk right <laughs> true yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think he had a lot of clothes other i mean i'm ass- yeah. yeah i'm assuming as a traveling uh not merchant but mercenary right. he figured out <laughs> how to Keep clean enough. I sell out vigilante justice. Be a cool like game name or something. Mercenary. Yeah, mercenary. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I mean, it also established that he at least knew to how to wash and dry clothes because he had you know kept Costco warm while she was you know passing out from her ovulation and stuff. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so um, just survive. I mean, I guess hey, if it's the winter, you're not going to get as stinky and gross. I guess you know, but uh, you can still get crotch rot believe you me the old athletes i'm gonna go on record say the crotch rot would smell bad yeah (laughs) i'm gonna go on record um i am gonna say that rickert needs to slap all of the fucking deserters the four fifths of the band of the hawk yeah well they could have died too because that ambush i'm sure a lot of people that's you're right but uh but judo says some of them left of their own accord though too so the yes. the deserters because they went off to get their own ice cream and cake. I was just about to say. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, that's pretty much it. We can we can do a little housekeeping here. Thank you, Steve, for the beautiful cue. Um, make sure and subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe. I think actually it's follow on Apple Podcast now as well. I don't think there's subscribe. Whatever the fuck button. Yeah, hit that, follow, push, hit hit that follow button <laughs> on Spotify. Hit that bell button just like fucking YouTube which is annoying because you can follow it but you gotta hit that bell for it to notify you that a new episode has uh, has come. But um, yeah give us nice five star ratings. Give us those nice reviews. It'll help spread the word of the show around. If you like me and Steve, uh, then uh, uh, check out Probing Ancient Aliens uh, on your other, on your whatever, on your same podcast services, it's your other podcast feed. Uh, we have uh, over 18 seasons of reviewing and breaking down the show 
uh, ancient aliens. And oh, Lemmingwings came on and just wrote, grabs their ankles and pulls legs behind head. That's great. <laughs> Lemmingwings, a uh, long time chatter in the twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. I feel like I haven't heard that name. Anymore. Which you should uh, subscribe to as well, uh, where we stream our live record of the show every two Monday nights. Uh, quick scheduling update. There might be three weeks here because I'm going to be in old Italy um, from the 16th through the 28th. So, uh, yeah, I think there's going to be one one week we have to skip. There's, yeah, we're going to skip two Mondays. We're going to skip uh, probing and uh, what's this? Well, I'll try to set up. So March 4th. Hey, maybe I'll put a, a Patreon peak or something from the other feed on this feed if people just want to sample the show. So, um, but um, but yeah, uh, I already said like it, subscribe it, share it, tell your friends about it. Uh, head over to No Guts No Glory PC on Instagram and follow us there. Uh, and uh, Facebook too. Yeah, No Guts No Glory the Berserk Podcast on Facebook as well. We already have a chunk of you over there. So, uh, other than that. I think it's safe to say that Griffith is... Bye! Bye.